and welcome to Dawson's Critique. I'm Erin Hensley. And I'm Julia Callahan, and we are two former college roommates and current BFFs who have loved Dawson's Creek since episode one first aired on the WB all those years ago. Join us for this spoiler-free podcast as we break down one episode every week. We're going to reminisce about our memories of the show and tell you stories of how Dawson's Creek defined our generation. Today we discuss season six, episode 21, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road besmirching the good name of I Elton know. John. Seriously, it's so weird. I mean, this Goodbye Yellow Brick Road is not only a great song, but mm-hmm. a great album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't think this episode lives up to that. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's a little more complicated than previous episodes, but it's still like, not good. In the span of season six, it's one of the better episodes. Right, but that's not but saying like, anything. <laughs> It's not yeah. saying much. Yeah. Yeah. So this was written by Anna Fricky. I don't think it's Anna Fricky's fault. <laughs> this was directed by Peter Kowals- Kowalski. This originally aired on April 30th, 2003. Wow. Yeah. Description from Wikipedia. Joey returns to Cape Side to find Dawson's script on her doorstep and is overwhelmed that he has written a story about three friends. <laughs> she spends the day with Dawson rebuilding their friendship. Dawson's movie-making dreams are shattered when the broke and unemployed Pacey arrives and comes clean about losing all of Dawson's money. The ensuing verbal fight opens old wounds, and Dawson finally articulates why he has struggled to forgive Pacey all these years. None of that happened. That's well, not true. The fight happens, <laughs> yeah. but, like, Dawson doesn't articulate anything, and I... <laughs> he's gonna like the show's gonna end with us still hating him yes dawson pacey and joey finally part ways believing their friendships will never be the same also with classes at worthington over joey says goodbye to audrey who has to stay behind to attend summer's classes wanting to resume her music career audrey with her friend jack osborne helping her takes the stage at hell's kitchen alone and sober to sing a low hell's kitchen yeah. Okay. Alone and sober to sing a low key song with only an acoustic guitar and jen invites her mother helen over to Grams's house where she wants her to tell Helen about the cancer. However, CJ's uncle Bill arrives and inadvertently reveals Grams' cancer to everyone. Jen suggests that she, Grams, J- and Jack all move in with Helen in New York City where Grams can get the best medical care available and the others agree. Um, I'm, I don't think that most of that is correct. Um, okay, so May f- History's Mysteries. Oh, this is a doozy. May 1st, 2003, mm-hmm. U.S. President George W. Bush lands on the aircraft carrier. Oh, yeah. Mission the, accomplished. The USS Abraham Lincoln, yep, where he gives a speech announcing the end of major combat in the 2003 invasion of Iraq. A banner behind him declares mission accomplished. <laughs> it should have been over for Republicans then. I mean, it should have been over for them earlier, but like, I truly. Mean, mainstream Republicans, it was over for them. Uh, point taken <sighs> anyway um may 4th 2003 top thrill dragster opens in cedar point in sandusky ohio as the world's tallest fastest roller coaster mm. <laughs> number one movie is identity with john cusack oh, yeah, and amanda Pete. Yeah, yeah i have i saw it in theaters oh yeah yeah not with me i have not seen that uh, number one song is Still Into Club by Fiddy. Fiddy Scent. Just amazing. Take us out for season six. Please, yeah. take us out. Truly take yeah. us out for Put season six. Put us out of our six. misery. Yeah, please. <laughs> My God. Um, I am in a true uh, harbinger of things to come, I guess. I'm going to tell you, debuting at number four. Mm-hmm. Whoa. On, yeah. Is the American Idol finalists. 
I think this was season one, doing God Bless the USA. Wow. If you want to know what 2003 was like, there it is. <laughs> wow. Debuting at number 70 is Jason Mraz's The Remedy, I Won't Worry, which you would definitely know if you've heard. Okay. God, I hate Jason Mraz yeah. so fucking much. And I don't know him specifically. I get them all confused. Like him, Gavin DeGraw. Uh, what's the other one? Your Body's a Wonderland guy. Uh, John Mayer. You know, they're all like, they're just all the same to me. Yeah. Although I, I know people say John Mayer like is technically good, but like he's such a terrible person. And yeah, he sucks as a human more than but any of them. But like, I think his, he is like talented is what I've heard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> someone said that to you. <laughs> I've heard it a few times. Oh, OK. Actually. All right. Yeah, all yeah. right. I, I disagree, but I'm like, I think he, like he's technically talented. I'm sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah. OK. I mean, he's no prince. Let's just say that. Mm -hmm. And at number 98 is Get Low by Lil Jon and the East Side featuring the Ying Yang Twins, which is a fucking jam. God, it's good. I Sometimes I listen to just a little piece when I'm prepping this to be like, is that one I want to say? Yeah. You know, I don't always tell you all the, the things. Most of them right now are terrible. Um, and then I was like, I listened to the whole song. I was like, yeah. God, this is a good one. <laughs> Ying Yang Twins. Do they still put out music? I don't know. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. They're all over Britney's album, um, In the Zone. In the Zone. Yeah. A classic. Oh, yeah. That's a great album. It's a great That's album. a great dance album. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, truly. I mean, Britney is my favorite Britney album, but In the yeah. Zone is probably my second favorite. I was going to say, I was thinking <laughs> the other day, I was in my head ranking Britney albums, uh -huh, uh -huh. as one does. Yeah, yeah, as one definitely, does. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, so Britney is number one in my book, and I think In the Zone is number two. I was like... In the zone, circus is a great circus is album. really good. I got yeah. I got it at a gas station, a double like CD oh. that was cir circus and in the zone. Uh. And my friends that like don't you know know Britney were like, what's are these albums even good? And we put it on our way when we were driving to the Hamptons, and like every song's a banger. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, and I was Truly. like, I was You're like, no, yes. you definitely know like at least. 33% of these songs. Like, yeah, for sure. but also probably more. Probably more, but yeah. 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 Just from radio hits. Totally. Yeah. I do think Work Bitch is my favorite Britney song, like individual mm, Britney song. Lucky. Lucky. Oh, God, what a good song that is. <laughs> yeah. Truly. Okay. That's our Britney Spears <laughs> yeah, corner. That's how today. bad this episode is. We're like, can we stop? Can we talk about Britney Spears? <laughs> can we talk about her more? Okay. Uh -huh. So, um, we start with Pacey. Yeah, like, luckily, it, like, it ends up, like, this starts off where the last episode ended. Right. And, like, because this season is so disjointed and we're yeah. constantly, like, did we miss an episode? At least we're, like, we didn't miss an episode. Yeah, we can be assured that we didn't miss an episode. We are where we're supposed to be. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> because Pacey is standing outside Dawson's house. And, and it's, like, it's so dramatic because, like, yeah. you just... It, like, pans across the house. And you're in, like, you just are brought back to The Longest Day. Yes, you are. And I just, like, I think we need to watch Longest Day for Patreon. Okay. Because it's such a good episode. I mean, you're not, oh my god! You don't have to twist my arm, girl. And I feel arm, like girl. the whole time, like the three of them are on screen, or like in, you know, their storyline is the three of them. I'm just like, it's like bringing back longest day energy. Yeah, you know, totally. Um, because he's standing there looking at Pacey, standing there looking at the door, and you remember him standing there looking, looking at, at the, the door, door in the longest yeah. day, which is like, I don't know, it's kind of an interesting callback. Like, I just feel like. 
anyone watching this, even at the time, like that's what you're going to remember of like him having to go tell Dawson something yeah. and looking in there and remembering how Dawson reacted the last time he heard some not so great news, you know, from Pacey. Yeah. Um, and then, it's and like, I think I do want to point out that like, to me, there's a difference between like a parallel and like retelling the same story over and over again. And yeah. I think this show, there are times where instead of making a great parallel, they yeah. just retell the same story. I agree with you. And that's like, and I think season six is kind of like, that's one of the things it's suffering from mm-hmm. because like, I agree, like any, it maybe even touches on a great parallel right here in this like one moment. Yeah. Well, but, I like, think it, this whole, this whole episode, it's going to like weave in and out of being a terrible parody of itself. Yeah. And then, Maybe a good parallel. Yeah, because I think that the every storyline, except for the Audrey one, which is fucking sad and stupid and why did they even have it, is touching on like a lot of parallels throughout the show. Yeah. So on the one hand, you kind of see what they're trying to accomplish with like the penultimate episode of the series as yes. they thought it would be, you yes. know? And so you're kind of like, okay, I see what you're doing. But it's sad that you couldn't really accomplish it. Agreed. You know? Yes. Um, And like show the way in which our characters have grown or at least left them in, in in a new place where we're like see it differently yeah because like we see you know Pacey standing there and you're like brought back to season three and you're like oh my god and you feel his tension the same way as season three of like I gotta go do this I'm like revving myself up to do this and then in the same way Dawson pops out and is like Pacey what's up you know and like I will acknowledge like Dawson's energy is definitely like tempered and like you know obviously doesn't know what's happening right it's like a completely different energy so that's where the parallel comes in where it's like not like black eyes full of rage right. you know and sure. also like obviously joey isn't there at this moment you know yeah and he's like and pacey's kind of like oh i forgot you're you don't lock your doors which is a total lie yeah, yeah, yeah and dawson's like well now that i have all this film equipment we're gonna have to and mm. like to his to dawson's credit like he can sense something's off with Pacey and is like, yeah, so you- he brings Do- he brings Pacey into his room. He's yeah. Like, I want to show you something. So he brings him into his room and like Pacey is like, wait, before he brings Pacey into his room, he says, Pacey's like, Oh, I'm okay. But we went out, I went out for work after work with the guys and got a little caveman. And I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, can we pause on that for a second? Because yeah. like, I know that that's not true and that's not what happened, yeah. but like, in this, in Pacey's telling, he's like telling Dawson, oh, we went and got shit face and then I drove two hours to the Cape. Is that what he's saying? I think. Okay. Just wondering. Continue. Super bizarre. Sorry. I mean, I feel like that's one of the biggest problems with season six is that like, they're all like adults now. But they like. But they're don't... like 19 or 20. But they like, there's these moments like this where it's like. If you showed up at my house two hours away, we don't live two hours away from each other, but yeah. even if you showed up at my house, whatever, 20 minutes away, and we're like, oh, I got drunk and then drove here, I would be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Yeah, not that you would ever, but. Super weird. Sorry. I mean, Dawson had no problems with letting Audrey out in the cold yeah, drunk, you I know? Mean, I mean, no one did, so it's right. like. I don't know. Is this whatever? It's bizarre, uh, but I just mean that like they're they're full on adults. Like I went with my coworkers and got wasted at a bar, and you're like you're 20 years old. Yeah, that's not what is happening here. 
Yeah, last I checked, you weren't allowed to do that. Totally not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyways, yeah. So Dawson brings Pacey up to his room, and Dawson has turned it completely back into his season, season one. one room. Yeah. With, like the posters, you know, everywhere. And Pacey's literally like, gulp. Yeah. This is like a lot for Pacey Oh, to my God. And, you know, he's He's totally stunned. And Dawson's like, yeah, I'm totally, I'm going to shoot in here. Like, it's a little bit tight, but I think I can make it work and we're going to save on location costs. And you're just like, I don't, like, understand the budget of this movie. Because he's acting like he had money for location costs. Well, he says, I've maxed out three credit cards already. Like, And I was like, okay, that makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. But I just mean like he's like, I'm going to save on location costs. And you're like, well, I think that you was. You were going to rent a studio? Yeah. Or like <laughs> you're going to pay people to film in their spots or whatever. That's just like, whatever. I'm just being, I, I just don't understand this. Yeah. It's, so there's some logistical holes. Yeah. And Dawson's like, you know, oh man, I didn't, I don't even, didn't even ask what like brought you here. But does that feel out of character that Dawson's actually like interested in yes. someone else? Yes. It does feel out of character. And Pacey's like, dude, like he is thrown by this. He's like, seeing this room is like bringing me back. And he says to when the future was a clean slate for all of us. And I was like, oh, Pacey. Yeah. Oh, that hurt me. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, like the room might be like this, but like we've moved past the obstacles. Yeah. Dawson's like, the past is in the past. And look at us now. And I'm like, you're not even friends now. Right. Like, I don't know. I, I think this is one of the things I struggle with the most about the storytelling of Dawson is that he has In the show in general. Yeah. Yeah. It's like he's not really friends with these people at all. Right. But then he acts like he, they make him waffle back and forth with like being best friends with them and then not at all, you know? And like there's a part of me that's like, I think you could actually do that, honestly. Like, I don't know. Did, did you ever watch that sh- show with Kat Dennings called Dollface? Doll yeah. Where she like breaks up with her boyfriend and realizes she not she doesn't have any friends, friends. Yeah, yeah. and i was like if you had done that like yeah like had dawson have a moment where he realizes he's actually not friends with any of his friends or no. had joey realize like i totally agree oh, i've shit. been saying that the whole time yeah. or like i wish season five joey realized her not making a choice means both guys were out of her life or dating like someone else and harley, then like, like she's like fuck, the, my best friend is harley what the yeah fuck am I doing? and then in this season you kind of wish that like dawson when he was like out in LA realized he didn't have any friends anymore. Right. You know? I do know. So, you know, Dawson's like, well, you know, you made something of yourself and, you know, now you're making something out of me. And like, I would have loved in this Pacey stockbroker storyline a bit more about like we, how we as a society so often see money as a marker of success, Mm -hmm. like, and how complicated that is. Yeah, Particularly like for a kid that didn't go to college and like is trying to make something of himself. Like we live in a society where money is important and making money matters Yeah, because you have to have it to like live and get by. No safety net. Right. And on the other hand, like, yeah, it fucking sucks that it's important, and and I hate that. And like, mm-hmm. I think a lot of people struggle with that, particularly as at younger. Yeah, and I wish that we, like, I wish that was the story with Pacey, or without like you know help and mentorship. Right, um, and yeah, because Dawson's kind of like, look, we got it. Well, we're doing what we want, and I was like, did Do- did Pacey want to be a stockbroker? Right. Like, I don't understand what's happening, and I feel you. Like, where they do this ser- season long storytelling for Pacey, like they did last season about his like career journey, yeah, and then when they're like they try to tell a compelling story, and then it like 
but then they're like, how are we going to end this? Let's make it totally wild. Right. You know? And like, I don't know. The, it's sad to me that like Pacey's being successful and then they the the storytelling is like, nope, he can't have true success, even though he was really good at it. You right. Know? Yeah. And that seems like to me, it's hard to not take it as like, well, of course, Pacey wouldn't get what he yeah, wanted he's because he's poor and he's a loser. Yeah. And I, I just like think that's fucked up. Yeah. And I think that like it shows a real misunderstanding of like how these characters on this show developed mm-hmm. and like where they were heading and where and where we as the audience wanted them to head. And I think like. Well, they seem pretty committed to having Dawson have everything he wants. Right. And that's so fucked up that they're like going to give that story to Dawson. But like. And maybe Joey, but not to, like, Pacey. Or Jen, yeah. Yeah. Well, Jen, I guess she gets what she wants because she gets her family, I guess. you know? Or like, I think that's what we're supposed to think. But it, <laughs> yeah. it's like, I don't... And Jack, they, like, never even established, like, what he wants. Like, yeah. he's just like, okay. But, yeah, Pacey is like, well, no, of course he can't get what he wants because he's a shitty sex fiend or whatever. Whatever they think, yeah. And he's like, you know, even if I hadn't have helped, like, you would have done this for yourself. Like, he's so, like, trying to, like, get, like, get out from under the, like, weight of the fact that he lost Dawson's money. And I, like, really think that it's very truthful. Yeah. Of, like, well, maybe this isn't that bad. And, like, Mm -hmm. Dawson's just like, no, like, thank you so much, man. Like, finally, Dawson says thank you. And it's in this context, which is, like, so crushing. And, like... He tells Pacey that because Pacey helped with the money, Dawson gave him the title of associate producer. Mm -hmm. And, like, because of that, like, Pacey kind of backs out of telling him. He's kind of like, ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah. And it just felt really sad to me because the way that Joshua Jackson is acting it is, like, there's a darkness and a sadness, you know, and it comes across on screen. And, like, the way that James Vanderbeek is acting it is, like, totally excited and like you know this naivete which i think existed like that that is true to both of their like yes. to his character but it it highlights how they're not friends R- because dawson the character doesn't notice. doesn't notice anything and it's like i'm so excited i'm getting everything i want and i guess you are too because you made me money <laughs> yeah I mean, the the fact that Pacey looks so broken yeah. about it is, like, it was really hard to watch. I, in juxtaposition to Dawson's yeah. total excitement, you know? Yeah. And I, like, it's like, I get where he's excited from, but, sure, like, sure, sure. I just think that if my, fr- if I was excited and my, like, friend came in and had that kind of energy, I would be like, whoa. What's going on? What's happening yeah. here? Are you, you okay? Know? Yeah. yeah. So at Grams's house, after the credits at Grams's house, a, a wom- cab pulls up. A woman gets out of a cab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's Helen Lindley, now played by Mimi Rogers. Yeah. I do like Mimi Rogers, but I do miss Mel Harris as well. I always, agree. Always. Yeah. And Jen's mom comes to the door and immediately asks about her hair. And I'm like, finally. I know. Someone is saying Seriously. something. <laughs> like, did you cut your hair? And it's like, okay, great. And We're acknowledging. Her mom calls it very French, which feels like an insult. And oh, I it's think like, it is. It's, it's so Amelie, though. I feel like it's like a waspy insult. It's like, mm. oh, you look so French. <laughs> no, because the I know French would be a good thing. It's I like guess. how waspy people learn how to speak French, and you're like, that's not helpful. To anything. <laughs> 
Anyway, so Helen calls Jen Jenny, and I was like, oh, my God, I forgot yeah. a little bit. Like, yeah. I love, I kind of love that. I know. It's a good um, callback. callback. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And she's, you know, Jen's like, oh, well, you, you look, look good. good. Divorce yeah. is suiting you. Yeah. And Grams comes in and is like, who was at the door? And she's, like, totally stunned to see her daughter. Yeah. And, and pissed at Jen. Yeah, for asking her there. And I kind of was like... I don't know. It kind of bummed me out that we never got the story of what happened between Grams and Helen. I agree with you completely. And like later on, I was really like, man, we we really missed out. Yeah. Yeah. Like I wish we knew more of this dynamic. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Because Jen's like, or because like, Helen goes up to settle in and Grams pulls Jen aside and is like, what the fuck? Like, you had no right to invite her here. I don't want her to. She says, you had no right to let that woman in my house. And I was like, that woman is your daughter. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was like, I know. what is the dynamic between Helen and, and Graham? Right. That was like that line. I was like, whoa. Yeah, I agree. I, I was, <laughs> it made me want to know more. I, absolutely. And then bummed me out that this is like the penultimate episode. Right. <laughs> we can't. So they have this like hushed argument and Graham's is like super mad. She's like, you told her about the cancer. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. And, and like Jen's like, I didn't tell her. I just invited her here. Like, mm-hmm. I think she deserves to be in the loop, but, like, she does not know. Yeah. And Jen says, like, I don't want to do this alone. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I we are seeing, like, at least a little bit of growth from Jen in the sense that she's acknowledging that, like, to ask for help and to, like, you know, have people help around you, surrounding mm-hmm. you with love. And, like, you, you can see, like, the growth for her character of the series, you know? Yeah. That, that she actually has people like she has family yeah you know yeah that she can lean on yeah so cool oh god we go to audrey and joey's dorm room fucking jack osborne is here again like it that this in the same way that harley is heartbreaking this is heartbreaking to me that the like it was funny the first time the care like the character that is like the random one that could have been the dorm room like neighbor or you yep. know the RA or whatever yep. is the Jack Osborne who like is very very creepy to Audrey and he's literally sitting on Joey's bed smelling her shorts he smells her shorts and her running shorts and asks if so she actually runs in them fucking dark that's such a nightmare i mean thank god audrey tells him that was that's gross like, I know, but I'm not. I don't. I'm not even gonna give that any credit because it's so dark that this is the. This is what we're getting. I agree with you, and like she's like, could you just like watch porn and be a normal person and not be a creep? And then they like have this back and forth. It's like okay, but could you not hang out with him? And I know the right. show's making you, but like this isn't funny. This isn't interesting, and it's also really sad that Audrey and Joey have no friends at Worthington. And, like, don't even like, that seemingly even, have each other. That doesn't even make sense. Audrey's so, like... Personable. Yeah. Doesn't, she would know everyone on their floor. Absolutely. We literally haven't even met their RA in two years. Yeah. Absolutely. And, like, they have this back and forth about whether Sharon Osbourne thinks Audrey is uptight. Uh-huh. And then, like, which I, which I chuckled at. And then I cannot believe we have to watch the next part. Because Joey comes in and is, like... Oh, we have to, like, get away from my clothes. And Audrey's like, oh, he's here to see if Worthington is right for him. And then (sighs) Joey is stunned to learn about legacy and nepotism. 
Joey is stunned that rich people can just go to She's college. been here for two years and she's stunned to find out about legacy entrance and nepotism. Right. I just like, I can't. That's fucking stupid. Because she's like, I worked my whole high school career to get here and you're just going to show up. And I'm like, yeah, that's You've how You've been it in works. class with people like that. I know. It's so fucking bizarre. Like, she's a solid. She's finishing her two years. I know. This I was fucking like, stupid. I would have loved to have seen you come up against this once in a while at this university. Yeah, like, the, I I thought we were going to have this storytelling in season five. Yeah, that's what it should have been. Yes, when we meet your college friends. Who are all rich kids. Yes. And you are not. Yes. yes. Oh, my God, it's so fucking stupid. Right? And, like, Audrey's like, I got to talk to Joey, so, like, you go away, Jack. Like, you yeah. go change in the bathroom before this meeting. And, like, Joey's like, oh, I feel a lifetime moment coming on. And I was like, did we used to say that to each other? I feel like we maybe did. <laughs> I don't know. And so Audrey's like, you know, our time in this room is coming to an end. And it's super sweet. Like, yeah, Audrey she... wants to have a moment with yeah. her. And she's like, you know, I just really, I love you, Joey. And Joey says it back to her. Yeah. And I'm just, like, totally here for this storytelling and this content. Totally. And Audrey's like, you know... I got you a gift. I have a gift for you. For the lonely summer night. Yeah. And Joey's like, well, you didn't have to do that. And Audrey passes her hot pink fuzzy pillow. And it makes it that. And I it has like laughing a so hard on at it. the time. Yeah. I know. And I laughed this time. I too. did too. I was, it was like, so this is funny. cute. <laughs> yeah. Joey's like, Audrey, I hate this. <laughs> I know. And Audrey's like, but that's the point. It's super loud and obnoxious at first, but, and then you get super comfortable and it's just like me. Yeah. yeah. And like, I don't know. I just, it's such a shame. We didn't get more Audrey. Well, and I mean, we didn't get more of their friendship. I, I feel it so deeply. Mm -hmm. Like, in the past couple of episodes when we have had them interact at all, I'm like, this is night and day. And also, it's annoying that we're not getting a, like, wait, Eddie dumped you? Right. I mean, I can't believe we're just not going to discuss We're not going to talk about that. And no. I was, like, stunned. I mean, I, you know, I knew Dawson's Creek, so I knew it was going to happen, but I still was, like... <laughs> consistently stunned yeah it, the whole episode i was like oh yeah they're really not going to talk about this they're going to be like yeah a letter was enough and like whatever right so then we move on to joey absolutely crushing me in basically two diametrically yeah, yeah. opposed ways i know <laughs> because she says she realized that she's never had a girlfriend not a good one and i was like it was i am crushed for jen <laughs> and andy both i agree with you i was like i'm glad she's saying this but it's also incredibly sad because <laughs> jen has been there the whole time and andy was there too and jen joey's like there's no one like you audrey and i'm like i love this sentiment yeah but, like, you have barely talked this season. I know. So, like, I feel like, I, like I'm like i grasping at crumbs. And I want to be happy for her that, like, she found this great girlfriend in Audrey. Yeah. But, like, I'm not sure that I do. And that part is crushing as well. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. It's very heartbreaking to be like, you know, I'm happy Je Joey has found a friend that's a female. But yeah. I didn't see it on screen at all this whole right. season. Right. You know, I saw Audrey, like, begging her to be friends with, you know, for a friendship. Like, yeah. I'm spinning out of control. I need your help. And Joey kind of being mean to her. And, and just not like, really there for her. And then all of a sudden being like, well, I went out of my way to help Eddie. And now I have a ride for you to go to rehab. Like, it right. wasn't like, 
it, it was only happenstance, in my opinion, yeah. that she escorted Audrey to rehab. It was right. that it was in still in service of a man. And also, like, she's not there. They're they're almost they almost don't talk at all through this whole season. Like that episode, they have a lot of scenes together. But like other than that, yeah, it's before like, that, they're not even friends. And Audrey is like, you're not even being a good friend to me. Right, right. And like that's my thing, is that's like so hard. And we don't even see Joey, like, okay, Audrey's at rehab. We don't even see Joey ever have like these moments of like, I miss Audrey so much. I know. I wish she was here. I hope she's okay. Or I talked to her a couple of days yeah. ago and like there's not even a throwaway line that I agree like with you. that like tells me that she's thinking about her friend. I know. I totally agree with you. And because they do have this good chemistry and the character of Audrey is so compelling, it's such a shame that we never got the conversation of like, well, how do you feel about Dawson and you not talking? Right. Or Eddie left. How do you feel? Or blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, or you never... and Pacey broke up. How do you feel? Exactly. Like, how are you? We never got any of yeah. that. So we go then to Jack and Jen grocery shopping. Yeah. Jack's snacking as they shop, which I just love for him. <laughs> and since, like, he's kind of like, Jen, since when do you know how to cook? Like, yeah. you're buying all this food. She's like, I can read a recipe. <laughs> so I'm, like, nervous for how this is going to go. I know. And and Jack's kind of like, I'm not going to go. And and we Jen's get like, the in we get the vibe that he still doesn't know about Grams. Yeah. And Jen's like, no, you're definitely gonna be there. You gotta come. She's like, my mom's gonna be there. And and I'm Jack's, not facing her without you. Jack's like, I'm not trying to get into this whole situation that you're doing. This, like Lindley, where your where your mom meets CJ. Yeah. And so he thinks it's about you know, yeah. Helen meeting the boyfriend. And Jen's like, no, it's not that. It's 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 more than yeah. that. And I just I need all the people around me that can be there. And, and then, then we get a fucking bomb dropped yeah. on us. As if as if it's not a bomb. I know. <laughs> this show's like, she's like, well, you know, it's CJ's last night in town because he's going to New York. Jack says that. Oh, yeah. yeah. She, he's like, isn't it CJ's last night in town? Because like he's going he's to New York tomorrow for grad school. And you're just like a reminder. We literally know nothing about CJ. Yeah. We had no idea he was a senior. No idea. That he, in the time of Loveline, when they were fighting about stupid ass shit, he was like in the middle of finals. So that's my question. What is his major? So, so here's the thing. I, here's the thing. It feels like this season of Dawson's Creek, every time they sat down to break an episode, they were like, so what are we going to write about? I know. <laughs> because my thing is like, and this was the argument I was trying to make during Love Lines, is like, they have things to fight about. Yeah. Why did you make up different things to fight about? Like, they could have been fighting about, the, we could have heard about this earlier on. Yeah. And then they could have been like, we don't know what we're going to do. We're both really scared about this. And, and like, we're kind of fighting about it. a little bit it. more sense. Like, I mean, I felt like it made sense that Jen was freaking sure, out about sure. Graham's. But it would have made more sense why she was like, well, then we need to break up because you're leaving and I need like, I just need space and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And like it like to just like highlight like how much in turmoil Jen was. Totally. Uh, but like it just to me reminded that we know nothing about CJ. We don't even know his name. And I do want to shout out to our listener, Rachel, yep. and the audience that voted. And his name is uh, could never be good enough for Jen. Yeah, that feels right. Yeah, that feels does. very right. Yeah. Um, so we see Joey then with one. Well, she, yeah. So they kind of say like Jen is like, well, you know, that's not about that. It's not about CJ. We right, have right, plenty right. of time to like stare yeah. in each other's eyes. This dinner is different. And I just and she says to Jack, like, I just need you there. I need your support. Yeah. 
So And then she's like, oh, string beans, and runs away. And it was really funny to me. <laughs> Who hasn't run for string beans? So we see Joey with one suitcase and the backpack Eddie gave her just walking up the Powder B&B driveway. I know. No idea how, how she, she got, got there, there or where the rest of her shit is. I totally agree. And I'm but like, like yeah, they didn't really explain why they weren't going to be back in that dorm room. Yeah. Like just because they didn't explain why they were in it two years in a row. Sure. And like everywhere has different rules. Yeah. So I acknowledge that. But at the same time, I'm like, like what is going on? Yeah, exactly. And again, why does Joey just have that little bit of stuff? And like you said, that backpack Eddie gave her. Yeah, she's that got motherfucker this that like wrote the most fucked up letter. I thought you were a better person, but you're not. I thought you were mature, but you're, you're a not. Child. Yeah. You're a child. Like, fuck oh. that guy. And then we do we get one of those Dawson's Creek crane shots where she is like, it's like her from behind looking at the creek. Yeah, and I'm like, does she have any thoughts about Eddie? <laughs> I mean. I agree with you, but you're not ever going to know. No. And then she like notices an envelope sitting there and she opens it. It's so hilarious because it says Dawson Leary untitled script by Dawson Leary, produced by Dawson Leary, directed by Dawson Leary, printed by Dawson Leary. And she like sits, she like. She throws her shit to the ground and sits on the steps and and tears this open. Yeah. She's like. It's amazing. I'm sorry. It's so dumb. Stupid. The stupidest. It's so dumb. And like, again. But they're not again, friends. Katie Holmes, like, I, and this is not Katie Holmes' fault, but like, we get Joey's whole story by her fucking face I acting. I know. I would love to hear what she's thinking and feeling. She hasn't, she fucked Dawson once, and that's literally the only time they've spoken in a full year. Yeah. Because like, they didn't talk all summer. Yeah. They fuck and they don't talk again. I know. So it's like, wh- why is she excited they, about like, this? They like have one conversation, not about that at Christmas. As she's and then as she's leaving that bar, she's like, "Oh, your fr- our friends are in there," and he's like, "Yeah, I know." Yeah, great. So why is she amped about this? I, have I agree no with you. Idea, They're like, Aaron. just her face acting is enough, and I'm like, well, it's not. It's not. It's not. And again, no offense to Katie Holmes. You just, I don't know what you're thinking. Like, this what feels like complicated and I need more than your facial expression. Yeah, because like if it were me and I'm yeah. not her, but if it were me and your best friend that you hadn't spoken to in a year, but you feel conflicted about does this thing, I wouldn't have a giant smile on my face. I would have a more confliction of like, I mean, I definitely want to read this, but on the other hand, I'm, I don't know what I'm supposed to do about this. I don't know this. how I'm supposed to feel about this. I don't know this. why, like, I, this person I haven't talked to in a year that used to be my best friend is is communicating with me in this way. Right. She is wearing a great coat in this scene, even though it's supposed to be May. Yeah. <laughs> so then we see her later on walk up to Dawson's house in different clothes. So maybe, maybe she slept on it over the night or uh-huh. something. And she sees the ladder on the outside of the house. And she's examining it. But we don't know how she feels about seeing this. No, she's just like, we get, it's all Looking silent. at it. And, and then, then Dawson comes from behind her. And it's super creepy because, like, she... She uh, apparently doesn't hear him walking up to her. <laughs> and he's like right behind her. And then he's like, go ahead. It's like, <laughs> I can't believe she didn't jump, I you know? know? <laughs> 
And like she climbs in the window to Dawson's 15 year old room with all the movie posters and he follows her in. I felt like it was interesting because she did seem older as she's oh, climbing. Yeah, like as she's climbing, it's more awkward and and like the way in which it would she be. She looks like she's more aware of the fact that you could get really injured by climbing yes, up that ladder. <laughs> I agree with you. Like she definitely like she honestly looked out of practice. Yeah, totally. You know? And she's like, she's like, oh my God, this is so perfect. And she gets that like Joey like fawning over Dawson thing I what the fuck I'm sorry <laughs> this was making me so mad I agree because she, he the he fucked her over I agree I agree I don't I'm understand like, what's going on here I know and she and it's like I think like is what we're supposed to take from this like time heals all wounds guys like that's true but you also then have to have a conversation I know. about it. It doesn't just heal them and you don't talk about it ever. Yeah. I mean, I guess sometimes that is. But um, that's in my Italian family and they're don't don't model yourselves off well, of them. Well, but it has only been half a year. I know. I know. So it's not enough It's time. not that much time. Yeah. It's not 20 years. Yeah. So she's like, I'm not going to get in the closet and play AT with you, but this is incredible. Like, it's perfect. And he's like, now that you're here, it's total. It's just about right. What the fuck? And she gives him this like, oh, shucks look. I'm and sorry, but like, it's what? very scary because you're like, are they going to, is the show going to make them be back together? Like, are they going to kiss right now? Yeah. Who the fuck knows anything could happen? I know. We've seen Coda. I know. <laughs> so we're so and my note here was like so we're not just gonna we're just not gonna mention that you haven't seen each other and haven't talked since Christmas. No. Okay. And then we go to Grams's house and just like there's a very awkward tea with all of the Ryan. Yeah, it's Lindley like my women. nightmare of a conversation. And they're talking about talk. hair. And Jen's like, uh, I, y'all have better things to talk about. See ya. I was hoping Jen had whiskey in her tea. I was like, girl, I hope you have something getting you through this. And yeah, they do mention Jen's hair once again. And I was like, I'm glad someone's talking seriously, about Seriously, seriously. <laughs> and you know, Helen's kind of like one, like, you know wondering what the deal is with timing and again i'm like i wish i just knew more about grams and helen's Ag- relationship agreed. because i don't understand why there's tension between the two of them other than like we got helen the had a baby out of wedlock and yeah we got the vibe that grams was very overbearing in helen's childhood yes but after all this time like why has Where it not we? softened and and that's fine, but sure. because we don't really know anything about their relationship, right. I'm like, wait, what's going on? Why no, totally. is it this And I think that's cold. really realistic, right? Like, I, I mean, I can't tell you how many people in my life, you know, their parents were so overbearing and like yeah. kind of horrible as parents. And yeah. then, you know, they have grandkids or yeah, you yeah, see yeah, them yeah. with their, you know, like exactly. and they're, it's like they're great. And, like, not like that. But then your relationship also changes, too. And we see that, like, Helen and and Evelyn Grams, they still have a a distance between them. chilly relationship. And, like, Helen's just kind of like, I don't know why Jen called me out here. Like, I don't know why we've waited so long to talk. And, like, Grams is like, well, we can't change the past. So, like, let's just live our lives as pleasantly as possible. And I'm like, What? What's yeah, happening? what's That's going the thing, on? Right, because so we don't really know where Grams is coming from because we don't understand their dynamic, right? Because and, and Helen Helen's mentions trying to be soft, and she's like, "Well, 
Jen is definitely like being she's a better spot after living with you. She was on a bad path in New York and yeah. I think she's better because of you. Yeah. And, and she's Graham's like the, is so nice about it. Right. Helen says that the way Jen was going, she would have run right over me. Uh-huh. You know? And Graham's like, well, like, she just needed patience and like, and then she says, she just needed patience and no access to public transit. And I was like, never have I heard a more American line. <laughs> yeah. That is wild. And and Helen's like, well, now that Jen doesn't need me anymore, I need her. <laughs> You're like, what is going on? Oh, my God. And, and Helen's and Helen like, I, I could never repay you. turns to Grams and is like, I could never repay you. And Grams, you know, just in her wise, you know, she's so wise. She's just like, there is no capitalism in love. Yeah. There's acts of love don't need repayment. Yeah. Like, there is no debt here. And then she says... If I asked, though, would you be there for me? Graham says that to Helen. Yeah, yeah. And like that, I feel like that's so telling of like where Graham's is. I mean, like Mary Beth Peel is such a great actress. Mm-hmm. Like she really can take this and spin it into gold. And I really do like that. I mean, like I said, I wish we had gotten more. Yeah, I agree. These. I mean, obviously, all three of these actresses are phenomenal. Yeah. So you can really go with it and you walk away being like, well, this is the best storyline of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> But you have and that scene with Joey and Audrey. Yeah, yeah. But because it's Dawson's Creek, I have a lot of questions. Yeah. That won't get answered. Nope. <laughs> nope. And she's like, Helen's just like, is everything okay? Like, is something wrong with Jen? And Grams is like, no, no, no. Like, everything's yeah. great. Yeah. And then, like, as Gra- Grams gets up to get more hot water and her and Jen, like, eye each other from across mm-hmm. the room. And it's just like, Jen's like so sad. Like, Michelle Williams is so good. I know. Newsflash. Yeah. Michelle Williams is great at acting. <laughs> I know. Um, anyway, so we go to Hell's Kitchen where Pacey is back. Pacey's back in Boston. Yeah. He's sitting at the bar in the middle of the day and Audrey walks in. Right. With Jack Osborne. With Jack Osborne. And she's like, what the fuck? Why is my ex-boyfriend day drinking like, at this again, bar? Again, this was such a sadness that her only friend is Jack Osborne. I agree with you. Like, and sh- and like... They go up to Pacey, and Pacey, like, gives her this well, great Well, Audrey does hug. say this really funny thing. She's yeah. like, he must be miserable without me if he's day drinking. <laughs> so Audrey and sweet. Yeah, yeah. but she, she's like, let's go over there. And she walks over, and and Pacey's, like, so excited to see her and hugs her, and then also acknowledges that he knows Jack Osborne because yeah, they, like, like hey, Jack. drove across, across the, the country. country together. What the fuck? And I think I've said this before, but, like, I just want to mention it again, that the fact that Pacey is, like, legit friends with all his exes just speaks so highly of him. I totally agree with you. Yeah. And Pacey's, like, or Audrey and Pacey, like, they kind of talk a little bit about how, like, she went to rehab and is clean now. Well, at first, he's like, I heard you went away. And she's says, I don't want us to be awkward exes. Like, we don't need to beat around the bush. Yes, I went to rehab in Malibu, and you know that. Yeah. And And she's like, what happened to your job? Like, why are you Why are you here in the middle of the day? This isn't your vibe. Yeah, and he's like, I'm, like, reassessing how I allocate my time. And she's like, are you starting on a downward spiral? Because, like, this is not you. Yeah, yeah. It's really sweet, actually. And she kind of, you see the growth that she had from rehab where she's like, I don't really need to avoid my problems, and I don't think that you should either. And and I'm not, like, and I don't mean this in a sexist way, but, like, I'm not going to be dramatic about this, because, like, you know, Audrey can, like, be a little over the top sometimes, and, like, she... 
if that's not what she's doing, she's like, oh, we're just going to have a nice conversation. Right. Like, yeah. It's fine. And he, Pacey's like, should you like be in a bar? Like, yeah. Are is, we, good is this okay? You? Yeah. And she's like, it's an, it's no use hiding from this shit. Like, you know, bars exist. I have to go into them sometimes. And uh-huh. like, Pacey's like, well, good for you. Cause I'm hiding from the suit. Uh-huh. <laughs> like. Yeah. And she's like, wait, what's going on? And he says like, oh, it's heartbreaking. I this know. This is heartbreaking. He's like, I allowed people to believe in me and that bit them in the ass. Yeah. Ugh. It crushed me. It's so sad. And that is the story that the show wants us to think about the end of the show for Pacey. It feels like that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Because Audrey is like, she she responds perfectly to this. Mm-hmm. Like, she's like, this is not you. This is your former self rearing its ugly head. And like... I know moments like these. And she's like, look, if you start drinking right now, your problem's still going to be there in the morning. It's going to get worse. Yeah, exactly. And like, I really love that she like says this thing about his former self rearing its ugly head because like, you know, earlier in the season, he went to Emma and was like sort of talking to her about like this former Pacey Mm -hmm. that he felt like he was losing. And then like over and over again, we have seen the women in his life, particularly and Jack a little bit mm-hmm. like I just feel like we've seen all of his actual, actual friends. friends like reinforce like Be no real friends to him yeah and like reinforce like first of all that former Pacey wasn't bad yeah like, yeah he was great and also like this is an old this is a problem that you used to have and like you're past it and like I can see you kind of like mm-hmm. like backsliding and like I'm not gonna let you do it right It's just very sweet. I know. And it's like one of those things where it's like, it's both great. And I, this is one of my favorite scenes, if not my favorite scene in the episode, Mm -hmm. but like also it makes me sad at how much we miss because like these are so few and far between. I agree. These like friend moments. I agree. Instead we had to get so many fucking shitty mentors. Why is Jack Osborne? Even in this episode, why the fuck is Jack Osborne there? Right. Why is he there? So Audrey has someone to talk to because... They couldn't have her paired with someone else, right. you know? Or just even on this own journey. Yeah. He doesn't or on even, the phone. He doesn't even like, need... Jack Osborne doesn't need to be there. Yeah. She could have just walked into the bar to talk about, you know, the the open mic and then run into Pacey in that way. Yeah. It's so dumb that Jack fucking shitty ass dudes here constantly... So then we go to Dawson's room mm-hmm. and Dawson's like, you know, it's so weird. This used to be our meeting place. And like, we discussed everything that happened that day. And now it's a film set. And like, I don't know what happened this year with you. And she's like, I mean, I do like the honesty of this conversation. Cause she's like, I was hoping I could climb up the ladder and fill in all the lost time. And like, she's like, maybe I was gone for too long. And I was like, wait, where were you gone? From? <laughs> and Dawson's like, well, let's talk about this year. Yeah, we'll piece it together. And the year we had without each other. And you're like, okay, I'm I'm glad yeah. that we're going to address this. And Joey stands up and she's like, well, it wasn't easy for me. Yeah, to not talk to you. <laughs> it might <laughs> seem like it was, but uh-huh. it wasn't. And I'm like, you didn't talk all summer. I know, I know. And it did seem like it was because we don't know how you felt at all. You never talked to one single person about it. Yes. Agreed. And this is kind of feeling like it's coming out of nowhere. And I'm thirsty for Joey's feelings, but I'm 
I'm too stunned to even drink this up. <laughs> yeah. I will give her credit for the next line because she does broach the subject that needs yes, to be broached. I agree. She was, she's like, you know, for so long you were the only person that I wanted to be with and somehow you became my only one night stand. Yeah. And Dawson says he never meant for that to happen. That's literally all he says. That's the only part of the conversation he has. He never. He's not going to say anything else in this whole scene. Yeah. Fuck that. I'm so fucking mad. I know. I'm so mad. It's, this is so ridiculous. Yeah. I know you didn't mean that, but that's what fucking happened, man. Right. And, and she you, says that. She's like, I know you didn't mean it, but that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. But he doesn't follow up with an I. Did you hear I'm sorry? I did not hear an I'm sorry. <laughs> I did, did not. Did we hear an explanation from him, a discussion, a talking point? Why didn't he talk to her? Why didn't he reach out to her? Right. How does he feel about not talking to her all I year? I mean, great questions all. Who the fuck knows? Because she's like, you know, being being with in this room, like, it feels impossible not to talk. And she's like, the hardest things are to say are the things that matter. And like, I was like... Honestly, if this is what the moral of the whole show was going to be, mm-hmm. I would like th- throw my TV out the window. I, as this conversation was going on and she was saying these things, I was like, is this what you're going to leave us with, with Dawson and Joey? Is that sometimes like hard things are important. <laughs> if that's the ending of this show, I'm going to fucking riot. <laughs> Luckily, that's not what happens right here. Well, yeah, because he pivots to being selfish and about himself. And he's he, like, yeah, he something that makes me want to commit a homicide. That's why I wanted yeah. I gave you my screenplay because I wanted to know what you thought of it. The person who despises me. Are you fucking kidding me? So they go from a story, a conversation about him fucking her over and her opening her heart saying how hard it is to talk about these things that but it's still important to her to discuss the fact they didn't talk for a whole year and that she's his he's her only one night stand yeah and he's like cool but like what about my screenplay what did you think yeah and he says this guy he's like why do you think i've spent so long trying to write an entire screenplay about you and i was like oh my fucking god why because you're a selfish asshole and i fucking hate you and i'm so sad that i have to end this show still being so fiery about my hatred for him i I wish like it really softened in season five and i was like you know what i kind of like dawson like i don't He's fine. I like him, you know? And now I'm just ending it being like, this piece of shit. Yeah. I fucking hate him. I hate the show for thinking that this storytelling is okay. Yeah. I hate every element of this. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about their friendship because they didn't talk for a whole year. And then this is the conversation they have where she brings up her feelings and he's like, yeah, but about my film project. (laughs) About my screenplay. Can you, can we talk about that? About the screenplay I wrote about you. And here's the thing, Erin. Let's break this down a little bit. These two people dated for a combined total max, max six months. Yeah. Combined total. Max, yeah. Max six months. Mm -hmm. You were 15 Mm -hmm. when that happened. Yep. I'm Mm -hmm. like, let it go. I know. Oh, my God. Like, I'm supposed to think... Dawson has moved like on almost not at all from Creek Days. I know. Which is in season two. Like he's making the same fucking movie again. It's really hard. And 
even at the time, I remember being like, give it a break, give it a rest. Oh, I remember us being but pissed. But now, you know, as an adult watching it, it's so hard to swallow. It's like sad. You're just like, That Dude. he wants to relive this relationship over and over and yeah. over that was insignificant. He dated Natasha longer than Joey. I know. He dated Jen longer Gretchen. than Joey. Gretchen longer than Joey. Yeah. You know, like he had a full on sexual relationship with Natasha and Jen. Like, what the what is going on here? And like, my thing is like, this is where this I think that they maybe were trying for a parallel. But what they really got was like this like fucked like rehash where I'm just like not interested in this. I mean, yeah, it's like. It's just repeating Possibly a parallel to season two, but that's when Dawson was really selfish and you're allowed to be selfish when you're a kid. But now that he's older and they've somehow, we're supposed to believe them as like adults. (laughs) Right. Even if I just go there, okay, they're fine adults. And he's still rehashing this kind of boring story that happened when he was 15. Because we get the vibe that the story he's telling is not about how he had this best friend and he was in love with her and then she chose someone else to be in love with and what that meant for him. It's a rehashing of their romance. Yes. Yes. And like, not only that, but like he, like you said, you hit on this. He's not saying anything new about it. He's not like, it's much like the first scene where you're like, okay, give me this parallel to Mm -hmm. The Longest Day, but, like, have him react differently. And listen, when we go back at the end of the episode, we go go back to a very similar scene and Joey's there, and then it really is parallel in a lot Mm -hmm. of ways. I'm going to have some things to say about, like, I wish how I wish it would have gone. Because I do think, like, I, I think there was such a chance to show all of these characters actual growth like okay fine give me this episode give me this thing where Dawson's like I'm retelling this story and really what it is is that the story has changed because Dawson's like this girl like didn't like yeah my heart was broken but like it wasn't like my fucking life like you know was never well it's really sad to me that he doesn't think his heart was broken when they had a chance at the beginning of the season right and they didn't go for it. Like his that his heart wasn't broken then. Right. And that's that's fucked up. Right. The the time they had an actual chance to give it a go and make it happen, it didn't. And his feelings on that are like, I didn't mean for that to happen. So, anyways, about my script. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I it's just fuck it's so it it's so frustrating that yes. this is how they tell the story of Dawson. Yes, I agree. And the character of Dawson. I agree. And I think I actually think Dawson deserves better. I agree. As the the you know, titular character of this story, like why why doesn't he get better? Like yeah. why don't why don't we get a better What Dawson? is his growth? He's still telling the same he's still making movies in his childhood home. Yeah. About Joey. Joey. That he's still in the same place he was in season two. Yeah. Whereas all of our other characters are in actual different places in their life. Well, even what we just saw with Joey and Pacey, they're like, you know, brief sort of like maybe getting back together. Like that was different than it was when they were in high school. And they're not that far away from that relationship. Right. Not as far as Dawson and Joey are. Without a doubt. 
So Dawson's like, you know, Joey's like, oh my God, you know, she does this gushy thing. And she's like, I read it in one sitting, you know, the whole script. And he's like, okay, like, don't say all the obligatory nice things, which is literally, we have had this conversation. I I want to say three times at least. And he's like, you know, I need, if I can't get an honest opinion from the girl that loathes me more than anyone else in the world, who can I trust? I mean, and I said, I mean, what I said was, Dawson, I exist in this world, so Joey is not the person who loves you the most. <laughs> oh my gosh. What a weird thing. And just to like want. that, he just says that. Like she like and oh, she you doesn't, me the, and she doesn't, doesn't disagree. Him. Yeah, she's like, you're right. It's so weird that this show is still on the one hand being like, you should everyone should covet a relationship like Dawson and Joey. But we're acknowledging <laughs> she loathes his opinion is that she loathes him more than anyone. And she's not arguing with that. What is going on? Yeah, wild. And why would you I don't know? It's like, well, like he said, like then anyone's opinion matters about yeah. this movie. What yeah. a weird way to put it. Truly. And she's like, you've always been devilishly, devilishly clever. And I was like, oh, shoot me. Like, just shoot me. And she's like, you know, I, I, he wanted her to read it because she's the only person that who can tell him if he got it right. And I'm like, fucking stop it. Like, this is your opinion and your perspective and your art. It doesn't need to be real. It needs to be good. You're not fucking... You know, you're not, I was even, I was going to say, you're not making a film about the Titanic, but that film is fiction. <laughs> well, that's the thing is like, he's so obsessed with getting it right. Yeah. And, and what does that mean? Getting it right to who? Only to Joey, not to Pacey or Jen. Or an audience. Or, yeah. That has to sit through this. <laughs> Us. <laughs> you know, it, it's so bizarre and it, it's just heartbreaking that this is the way they wanted to pivot this conversation. Agreed. Cause she like gets wistful and is like, man, you grew up Dawson. Like, did he, he literally is doing the same thing he did in season two. I agree with you. She says he was always a hopeless dreamer and like Joey was the adult that escaped, but she says she didn't escape anything. Not really. And I was like, okay, now I'm confused about what we're I talking totally about. Agree. <laughs> and Dawson's like, you did escape. You got out. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, but I'm still me. <laughs> and like, there's like, a part of me that's here for this Joey Potter journey. Like, and if that had I been can't what- be because we didn't get that journey. So <laughs> I don't know what the fuck she's talking about. My note. Exactly. If we had gotten this story in season six of Joey Potter being like, I got out of Cape side, but I can't escape myself. And now I need to figure out why I want to, or like, what I mean, that honestly, is. the whole point of the season should have been who is Joey Potter without her- Dawson Leary being her best friend. Yes. And she says she was fighting growing up and like, uh, she just loses me completely because I think he was absolutely fucking wrong in what he said to her. I yeah. think Eddie was fucking wrong in what he said to her. Like, she's like, I think she was wrong to choose Eddie and to act like that was this great romance too. And we've all been there. I don't sure. judge her for that. Like I get, well, yeah, I get it. Totally. But there's all these other things that like literally happened last episode that we need to be discussing. <laughs> Instead, we're hearing that it's hard for her to talk about sex and getting close to someone and she's not supposed to lose herself, but she never thought that losing Dawson was part of the plan either. And 
It's just like such an erasure of her relationship with Pacey. Well, like my thing is like she had trouble talking to Pacey about sex too. I'm okay with that through line, but like I agree with you that like eventually they did talk about it and then they did it. Well, even more recently, they just they had the full on conversation about Pacey being like, "I don't talk about sex with you," and she's like, "What do you mean?" And then they like actually talked it out. Right. Yeah. Almost like adult relationship. I know. What the fuck is going on? Yeah. So Dawson's like, oh, sometimes you have to lose someone before you can figure out what they mean to you. That is so fucked up. I hate that shit. That is so fucked up. I fucking hate it. That made me so mad. And I already was so (laughs) mad. I was like hopping mad at this scene. This made me so irate. Sometimes you got to lose them to realize how much you love them. I'm like, you already lost her. Like three different times. You, what? Like you... How did did you realize how you felt about her at the end of season three when she f- sailed off into the literal sunset and you didn't talk to her for three months? Right. And then, okay, moreover, following your logic, Dawson, how do you feel about Joey? Great question. Oh, I would kill for the answer to that question. I know. Oh, my God. That's why people say they like him in season four is because at least he's talking about that and grappling with it. You know, the way that the... the, I mean, I get that. That haircut's a lot to take in season four, though. The way that it ends up is so fucking annoying where all of a sudden he's moving forward and moving on and they're like, no, no, no. We got to pivot it back towards Joey and like really... And his possession of her virginity. Ugh. So, you know, Dawson says he missed her and she's like, you got it right. And then, like, they, she says she, she missed him and they hold hands in a friend way. And I'm like, no, I was like, are you they were, getting back were, together? Were, yeah. I felt like, I thought it felt friendly, but I hear you that it's it like. It felt like <laughs> they were getting back together. Holding hands in this show does mean a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And my thing with this scene is, like, I would like it if they had gone on any journeys at all this season, but they didn't. So, like, this is the only well, this I mean, is the only thing we're there's getting. no way I would like this scene. Well, yeah, it, it's so d- stupid because the it starts off like, cool, we've been wanting to know. Right. That's how the they part feel about yeah. it. And then it pivots towards Dawson and his filmmaking that I just don't care about because we've already told this story before. Watching him make a movie about Dawson and Joey, we did the, that was literally his story arc for the whole of season two. Yeah. So to be back here, you're like. I don't care. Well, I don't care. I I, like, I'm fine with having that in the background, but you know what I want to know? How does he feel about not talking to any of his friends all season? When was the last time he talked to Jack or Jen? When was the last time he, you know, was in Boston? Yeah, totally. I think the thing that I'm angry about once again is that Dawson treated Joey like utter garbage and once again, she comes to him hat in hand and asks for friendship again. I know. And it's like, there's a part of me that's like, if you had explored why Joey keeps doing this, I would have been there for it. Yeah, but if we actually got the storytelling of her dad and her abandonment and da 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 da. Totally. Yeah. But like, the fact that she does it over and over again, and there's like no self reflection on this, on the fact that he keeps being utter garbage to her, mm-hmm. like, Oh my god! By this, at this point, I'm like, I fucking hate this so much. I agree. Yeah, I agree. It's so annoying. It's annoying to watch. Annoying to care about. I don't care about. I it. don't. So I, I just, I don't. It's give annoying f- that you're putting it in front of me and thinking that I might. I know. Yeah. 
and like putting this whatever and it, this scene particularly leaves such a bad taste in my mouth about Dawson more than Joey because yeah. he pit he pivots exclusively about his movie and like selfish yeah. shit that is not what they're here to talk about. A hundred percent. You know? And then w- the way this episode plays out, we're supposed to like have some towards of like softness towards him. No. When I'm, I'm fucking hating him right now and it's only going to get worse. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so then we go to Graham's house and Jack and CJ are on a couch across from Helen. Yeah. And Helen's like asking Jack how he and Jen met. And Jack's like, oh, I'm the gay one. Like, I'm not her boyfriend. <laughs> and Jack's like, and I've met you before. <laughs> right. and I then, find this that unbelievable. He does. She doesn't remember. I agree with you. And she's like, oh, oh, that bad Thanksgiving. I was probably drunk. <laughs> I was like, no, you weren't. And even if you were, you didn't show up drunk. Yeah. And Jack's like, I know I was, which really made me yeah. laugh. Yeah. it's not true. And he was like, I'm joking. Like, <laughs> that one it did get a chuckle out of me. And, and then we just get wildness. It just descends immediately into wildness. Helen's like, oh, yes. Is she hitting on them both? CJ's like, no, I'm the boyfriend. And Helen's like, well, I don't know what the gays look like these days. Yeah. What the fuck is happening? She's like, you're both so attractive, and I don't know what the gays look like these days. I stood up off the couch and screamed. Oh, my God. I was like, imagine living in New York City and not having your finger at least slightly on the pulse of gay culture. Like, look at your choices. If you live in New York City and don't... Imagine living in New York City and just saying something offensive like that. Yeah, that too. So, like, again, we hear that CJ's leaving tomorrow to go to school. And I'm like, and Jen just has, like, no feelings or opinions about this, apparently. <laughs> they haven't even talked about, like, are they going to be together or whatever? Because yeah. Jen comes in and says something like that in a minute. But Helen also Helen, feels like she's hitting on CJ. I know. She's like, like oh, you're going to be in New York? You should hit me up when you're there. I'll introduce you to some people. I know a lot of young people. And then Jen pops in and is like, you will not be introducing him to young women. Yeah. Which is like, I mean, Jen's right to say that. Like, it's a weird rhetoric. what am I watching? It's super weird. So you don't really know what's happening. But like, I can see how she's like, mom. No. I... We're stay and she says we're staying together. And then CJ CJ could never be good enough for Jen. Is like, are we? I just... I can... He's like, oh, good to know. Noted. What the fuck? You're leaving tomorrow? Oh my god, this is so stupid. And, and then Jen tells her mom that like Jack is not her boyfriend because we don't sleep together. And CJ's like, is that the only difference? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, well, you're leaving me tomorrow, so don't begrudge me my only friend. And then like, which I I do think is kind of funny. And I actually I would have loved more of that. Like. What is the difference between a friend and a boyfriend? Yeah. Um, is it only that you're sleeping together? Great question. Well, it's so interesting that the show doesn't know the story that they're trying to tell with Dawson and Joey. They tell with Jack and Jen. Right. I mean, we say this all the time. And this isn't news. But it, it's just like even in this, you're watching the contemplation of like, what does it mean to be friends with someone of the opposite sex? Yeah. Agree. Helen... Jen says she doesn't have any friends. Like, she she only has... Jack is her only friend. And Helen's like, but you were so popular, Jen. And then Jen, with an absolutely straight face, is just go, go just tells her fucking mother, that's called putting out, Mom. Mm-hmm. I, I, bitch, I'm on the floor. I know. I was just like, I don't... 
I don't know how to react to this. <laughs> and then we're in a slapstick comedy at this point because Uncle Bill comes barging in the house. Yelling. Yelling and tells Grams to get her He's butt like, out here. Where's that skirt? He calls her a skirt. <laughs> I was like. I fucking hate this guy. I'm I just like, him. sorry. Like every dude they've introduced this season garbage. is garbage. 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 And I just like, I don't care about him and Grams. Like, we only saw them in one episode and he was a total piece of shit. So there's no, like, you don't care. Like, you cared enough about Mr. Brooks yeah, to care with, you know, Grams' sure, sure. feelings on and, like, their relationship. Like, I cared about it. And he had, like, a softness and she kind of pushed back on him and then he, like, backed down. Yeah, he wasn't crotchety in this way. Yeah. He was crotchety. Like, he was like a kid suck guy. Yeah, yeah, he was Mama Fratelli, yes. is what you're telling me. Yes, whereas, like, <laughs> Uncle Bill is, like, a literal piece of shit, yeah. and I don't even want to look at him. And he comes in yelling, and he says malarkey, and I'm fucking I'm triggered. 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 I was, too. I just, I'm sorry, I can't, no. I can't do this. No. Joe no. Biden's a piece of shit, too. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to iterate. That does not mean don't vote. It just means that Joe Biden kind of yes. fucking sucks. Yeah. Yes. Um, Grams. So so Grams calls him William, which gave me a chuckle. Yeah. And he go and sh- he goes on this big rant, and like Grams is like, "This is not the time or the place." Yeah. She's putting on a boundary, and he's brushing right over oh, it, like steamrolling. And he, steam he's rolling. like, "I've been stalking you, and yeah. I know what's going on. And just because you have cancer doesn't mean you get to break up with me." Hang on. He says, "Your compartmentalization is the problem. You're making yourself." sick and that's why you have cancer and i was like what the fuck is that narrative you're making yourself sick and that's why you have cancer i i'd like to point out that's not how cancer works oh my god he's like a QAnon anti-vaxxer oh my god wow it was a lot um so jack and helen both stand up and this is the first they've heard of it they're like wait what cj has no response because he's could never be good enough for Jen. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Rachel, a gem. Yeah. So Jack and Jen, like, share a look. And, and Je- Jen's like, uh, yeah, I didn't yeah. tell you that. <laughs> like, and, like, you know, Grams doesn't want Helen to find out that way. And, like, Uncle Bill is like, I don't want to watch another woman who I love gives give up. And I'm like, dear God, this show and the concept of love I are know. absolutely <laughs> fucking bananas. I know. It's so fucking bizarre. And Gramps is like, I'm not alone. He says, I don't want you to die alone. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not alone. And like, I got a house full of people, bitch. What are you doing? Yeah. And Uncle Bill's like, I give a damn. And then Jen's like, well, thanks for um, telling the secret to everyone. And then he's like, oh, shit. Y'all didn't know? Yeah. And I'm like, you admitted you stalked her to find out. Also, like... Everyone's kind of fine at this point. Like, oh, that's fine. Like, it's just one of those things where I was Well, like, Jack is like, why didn't Jack's you tell mad at, me? Jack's mad at Jen. Yeah. But like, everyone's like, oh, well, I guess we all know. It's so, it's the weirdest. So bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. And Helen's like, oh, that's why you wanted me here. Yeah. And like, it's like. Well, yeah. so when Jack is like, why didn't you tell me? Luckily, Graham stands up for Jen. Yeah. It was like, oh, it was my fault. I told her not I, to. I told her not to. So that's like so sweet, like a sweet like, yeah. family moment. And then and Helen's Jen says like, she oh, didn't know that. what to do. Yeah. yeah. And Jen just 
yeah, Helen's like, is that what you called me? And Jen is like, yeah, I've been freaking out and I need help. And I just think that the best thing to do is to be around family. Right. And I don't know, because we, I, I hated the storytelling of like, oh, your parents want to spend the summer with you in the Hamptons. So you need to give up your summer yeah. with your best friend because Rica, they, yeah. they said that, but we didn't even get to see them together. So we right. don't even know how it went down to, so to see this like pivot of Jen to be like, Oh, we need to be around family. Well, you are around family. Jack's there and Graham's is there. Well, and also like, I mean, this is going back to the Audrey thing. And we talked about this in one of the episodes. Like, you know, Joey's like, you need to be around people you love you, who love you, like your family. Yeah. And like, we, you know, we had a problem with it then where it was like, but we all we've seen is her family not really loving her and like not being good for her. Exactly. I mean, it's the same way we feel about Joey and her dad, where you're like, what is happening here? Right. Or Pacey and his dad. Exactly. And brother. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so like Jen's like, I think we should all move to New York to live with Helen. And I I was like, okay, I guess that explains why she's not too fussed about CJ leaving. Like, because she has this plan. But remember in season four where she had a very conflicted feeling about New York? I do. There was like an entire episode devoted yeah, to it. So like, I don't know. I, I'm like, on the one hand, I'm, I am fine with the idea of her moving to sure. New York. But because we didn't really get a resolution to her feelings about New York, I just think that we missed an episode again where yeah. you're like... We know we didn't, but what's yeah. going on here? And 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 it's just more of like there's just such a slap in the face to the character of Jen Lindley where they can't tell and Jack for that matter, they can't tell a better story. Like this right. is interesting to watch. Sure. And I would love her to have told even if we had to fucking listen to her tell CJ right. being like, I think Maybe we'll we, go to New York. We'll go to New York. My mom lives there. I feel conflicted because last time I lived in New York, I was a total mess and it could be really triggering for me. Yeah. And and then at least then we could have seen the way in which CJ is quote unquote a good person because the only CJ we've seen is piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. He sucks monumentally. And then uh, Helen's like, well, or, you know, Jen says, like, we'll move this. to New York. And Grams is like, well, I don't want to impose. And <laughs> Jen's like, she lives five minutes from the best hospital, as if there's no good hospitals in, in Boston? Boston. I was like, like Max Jen is not. I don't know. Like, I'm not saying that there's not good hospitals in New York. I'm just like, what? You're yeah. acting like this is like a podunk town that doesn't have good. Yeah, yeah, like they're in the sticks. Like what? And, and we don't. Do we know what kind of cancer she has? Have they Breast revealed cancer? it? They said it outright, yeah, or is so. that what a uh, synopsis said? Oh, I think they might have said it, but you you might be right. I don't. So know. you know, there could be a way where there's like different trials in different places, and the, who knows why where the best sure. one will be. But it was kind of a tough sell to me to be like, yeah. oh, the hospital's right there. It was just like she, New York has the best hospital in the world. I'm like, okay. I mean, like, okay, fine. fine. I'll give it to you. So then we go back to Dawson's house where Joey and Dawson are like walking down the stairs and it's gotten late and Joey's leaving. And Dawson's like, you know, I still have one big problem. The same one I always have. I have to find someone to play you. <laughs> Fuck, I, can, I just, I, I can't, fucking can't. I can't I'm do this. So, I'm so oh over God. this. Unless you literally call Rachel Lee Cook and bring her back. I don't care. Well, then you can't write this story, dude. Like, you can't do this. Like, it, it's so dumb. He, it, It's so annoying. He's like, I can't find someone as magical as you. 
Well, then why are you bothering with this story? <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Shut Truly. the fuck up. It's yeah. so annoying. And it's supposed to like, I think it's supposed to endear us to Dawson and he, the yeah, way it's supposed he, to be charming. The way he feels about Joey, like Joey's irreplaceable. And it's like, really? You didn't fucking talk to her for six months. You all you also didn't talk to him her all summer. Why the fuck didn't you do that? You literally have no friends. We have no idea what's going yeah, on. Who's with your best you. friend right now, Todd? Yeah. Like, this is so annoying. Uh, totally. And then Dawson and Joey walk outside of Dawson's backyard and Pacey's there. And I'm triggered. For I'm once, triggered. It like made me, my chest tighten. I hear you. For one split second, I allowed myself to dream that Joey and Pacey hadn't stopped seeing each other. And we had like a great parallel of the longest day. And this time Dawson did grow. I know. And like was not a total piece of shit. And I was like, oh, what a nice fantasy I just had. Let's get into this scene, shall we? Oh <laughs> like, my God. My my, like chest gets like I know, super I like, tight. Oh, They're standing like he's standing there, but Joey's standing next to him. So Pacey's like the odd man the out, odd kind man of. out yeah. and it's like, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. I oh my God. And they're Joey's like, like, Oh, I didn't know you were home. Yeah. And, um, she's like, Oh, I'll go. And Pacey's like, actually, can you stay for yeah. this? I think you'll want to hear this. And he's so bummed because he's like, dude, we were just getting back to being friends. And like, I don't want to ruin that. And Dawson's like, what would ruin it? Dawson, come the fuck on. And Pacey's like, money. <laughs> yeah. I've lost all the money. And he's like, I lost all your money and, and all mine my money. Too. Mm-hmm. And Dawson obviously doesn't handle it well. And like, I want to acknowledge that like, that would be a hard thing to hear. Much similar to The Longest Day where it's a hard thing to hear. Totally. You know, so you, you. And you don't always react well. And like, I have, I do have space for that. That like, yeah. sometimes you say shit you don't mean. Sometimes you, you know, and like, I think it takes a lot until you're a lot older than 20 yeah to like stop yourself and be like i'm about to say something right i don't want to say so i'm gonna hold my breath i'm gonna remove myself from this situation for a second and like process this and then we're gonna have a conversation no i agree and and so you're you can understand dawson being upset but because i hate him yep it's hard for me to give him more than a few inches here's the thing i understand him being upset and also what he is about to say and we'll talk about it is fucking terrible yeah so he because he brings so pacey uh, he obviously doesn't handle it which i get but then he doubles down on his hatred of what happened in season three right because so instead of just being like you lost all my money. You lost all my money. Oh my God. What am I going to do? I just maxed out three credit cards. Like what the fuck am I going to do? Oh my God. This is not what I thought was going to happen. I told you I wanted to cash out. Yeah. I can't believe this is happening. No, that's not where he goes at all, which would have been a total understandable freak out. Like it would have been like, yeah, that that makes sense. And it starts off that way because yeah. it starts off with him being like, I told you I wanted to cash this out. And Pacey's like, dude, I was like trying to do the right thing. And this is and then it takes a turn yeah. right now because Dawson's like, I like, you know, he's like, you're always trying to do the right thing. Pacey, you're so eager to be the hero. You never see all the pieces of the puzzle. And I'm just like. I do wish the show at this point acknowledged the fact that Pacey is the hero of this show, mm-hmm. you know, and it would be like fascinating. And that Dawson to- doesn't see the pieces of the pub- puzzle. puzzle. 
Because, like, it would be interesting to see the flip of, like, Pacey's the hero and he gets to be complicated. Yeah. And in, like, in my heart of hearts, that's how the show goes, even though I know that's not actually the storyline we're getting. So Joey's like, hey, why don't we take a beat? Why don't we go inside and talk about it? And Pacey is correctly seeing the the puzzle here. And he says, no, this is about something else. And Joey starts to lose it and is like, because Pacey's like, it's about more than money. And Joey's like, no, get me out of this. I don't want to deal with it. And she looks about, she looks at Pacey and yeah. says, this is about business. Talk to your boy, Dawson. <laughs> know, Are you I fucking know, kidding know, me? Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, I mean, I feel for Joey so deeply in this scene that she's like trying to calm these men down. And like, I think so. Is she trying to calm Dawson down? No. Well, that's a good question. Like, I don't see her trying to call him Dawson down at all. Or and, trying I, and that's to, actually fascinating because I think redirect, she can't. I think she knows she can't. Trying to redirect where he's going. He's the one who's escalating this. Sure. And I think she knows, like, I mean, that's been the this, this story for so long is like, Pacey's got to be the bigger man because Dawson sure as fucking hell isn't mm-hmm. going to be. You know, and I think she knows that. I mean, that sucks too. Yeah. But it's like, they're both like, this is the thing. And this is why we both hate Dawson so much is because like, look at this position that now these two people are in. Like Joey is like, okay guys, like let's calm down. And she has to be like, Pacey, you're going to have to do this because there's no way this fuck nugget next to me is going to do it. And Pacey is like, I don't get to like, I don't get to fuck up ever. Like Dawson's like, well, you made us competitors. And Pacey's like, are you fucking kidding me? Thank God he says this. you made us competitors. <laughs> Are you fucking serious? Absolutely. And Dawson's like, that's not how I remember it. I remember when Pacey, ch- when you chose to turn your back against me. What are you talking about, Dawson? I know. I know. And Dawson, like, says the reason that they're not friends is not because of, of what happened with Joey, but because, like, you know, on that day, like, on the longest day, he realized that Pacey hadn't been his friend for quite some time. And I'm like, just like... Fuck you, Dawson. Like, I get being mad, but this is so fucked. Well, and like, I think a- of all the times between seasons four and six that Pacey has, like, shown up for yeah. Dawson, uh, particularly when his dad died and Pacey was like, I don't know if he's going to want me there. Right. And Joey just says, like, one sentence and Pacey is like, okay, I'm there. Sorry. Well, even Dawson is so manipulative with his friendship where yeah. he is acting like he didn't show up at Dawson's work and be like, do me this favor, dance boy, monkey, you know, whatever, do whatever I say. And Pacey's like, I don't know if I want to. And then, you know, Dawson's like, it'll be fine, man. We're friends. And just like to do this to Pacey in the second to last episode of the series. So fucked up. And and we keep saying that. I want to clarify, like the writers, when they're writing this, thought that this was going to be the second to last episode of the series. Yeah. It's not, thank God, but... Oh my God, it's so fucking annoying. Right, and Pacey's like, you know, we aren't... At, like, so Dawson says, like, you know, you're, it's your fault we're competitors. And, pa- and that you turned your back on me. Yeah. And Pacey says, you're just mad because I broke out. I got... Yeah. I did something else. And in that moment, I felt like I... You could tell Pacey is hearing that season two birthday speech in his ears. I agree. I totally agree. And Dawson says, Pacey, you haven't changed at all. Like, 
Honestly. And, and, and Casey's like, how the fuck would you know? You <laughs> yeah, haven't been yeah. my friend for three years. And he's like, starts like extra yelling. Yeah. And he's like, we're not friends. And also I was fucking good at my job. Right. And Dawson's like, really? Then why don't I have any money? And you're like, are you good at your job? You're making the same movie in your childhood bedroom that you did when you were 15. Are you fucking kidding me? I, I and agree. the show wants us to be like, Dawson, what? He's grown so much. Look at what he's accomplishing his goals. He's literally doing the exact same thing he did when he was 15. I agree. Oh my god. Honestly, at this moment, in this in this exact moment in this scene, if Dawson weren't already dead to me, he would be dead to me now. Because like, I, you know, as much as I do want to give him leniency for saying shit when you're upset, like this is like vitriol coming out of him. It's like all of a sudden we're back at longest day yeah. where he's just absolutely fucking awful. And like you know, to someone who he's not friends with, does he know that John Witter like had a heart attack? Maybe because they saw each other after that. Like, does like, he know that Audrey and him broke up? I mean, like, I know he knows all these things, but he doesn't know how do right. how Pacey feels about right. Audrey. He does. Does he know that he doesn't know about Joey? Does and he Pacey. know that Pacey and Joey fucked like a few weeks ago? <laughs> I I like that you're optimistic that they fucked. They definitely did. I want them to have. I hope that they did. So, he, you know, Paisley's like, what, does this make you happy? Like, you're back on top. Like, this is okay. And Dawson's like, you know, you don't even want to know me. Like, you wrote me off a long time ago. And I was like, well, God, I, just I wish that were true. I want to say, Paisley's like, you know, he says they lost the money because that's life. And, and Paisley starts saying, I lost everything. And he glances over to Joey. Yeah. And like, you know... Dawson tells Pacey he doesn't want like Pacey doesn't want to know Dawson and he's like you wrote me off a long time ago and I'm like God I wish that was true and Pacey, I really wish it was Pacey's true. Pacey's like oh really? Yeah. I I was just out of the house every time you called me the last three years and like I kept thinking I kept flashing on these moments like Pacey calling Dawson at the end of season four, mm -hmm. Pacey being there for Dawson when his dad died in mm -hmm. whatever way Dawson needed him to be and sometimes like. You know, when Dawson was drunk and obnoxious and, like, Pacey took him in and cooked him breakfast the yeah. next morning. Yeah. You know? And, like, and then, like, you know, even, like, in um, uh, Appetite for Destruction when Pacey kind of, like, is like, wait, did you? Did like, you fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, you know, even in certain moments and, like, I don't know. It's just, like, th yes, I agree. They haven't been friends in three years. But also, like, I think that Pacey has been trying to just be there when Dawson needs him. And I absolutely think that that's not true of Dawson. I totally agree. I feel like Pacey has left the door open for friendship and he grasps at it, whatever scraps Dawson throws him. Yeah. And Dawson knows that that dynamic exists. So he throws scraps in order to um, be selfish and get things that he wants. And he's not interested in a real friendship with Pacey. And he Obviously. hasn't been since the end of season three. Obviously. Yeah. You know? It's so fucking twisted. And, and but the point, show itself is acting like Dawson is the one that's wronged, so that's okay that he's behaved no, this way towards yeah. Pacey. Yeah. It's not. So and Joey jumps in at this point and is like, please stop. I cannot listen to this anymore. Yeah. 
And Paisley's like super like, look, I didn't mean to lose your money. And, and he like, actually apologizes. Yeah. And in comparison to Dawson being like, I didn't mean for it to go down like that, Joey, where we didn't talk for this mm-hmm. year and mm-hmm. that I'm your only one night stand. I'm. Does he say I'm sorry? No. Paisley's like, I didn't mean for it to go happen. And I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. The the other part of that sentence. Yeah. But, you know, he's the bad guy. He's the slutty one. He's the fucked up one. Yeah. You know. He's the loser. Yeah. So Dawson's like, yeah, this was a mistake from the beginning. Okay. Well, you're the one who started it. Um, and he goes inside and Joey stands on the lawn. And I was like, if she goes in with Dawson, I'm going to fucking lose it. <laughs> yeah. And Pacey walks down to the down the pier. And, like, she's, like, in the middle of the backyard, like, okay, they walk in opposite directions. And, like, I feel for her that she's stuck in the middle of this. Yeah. I totally do. And, you know, I'd, it's hard. But on the other hand, I don't know. Like, she is stuck in the middle of it. And I only ever see her tell Pacey he's the one who has to change and that his behavior has to change. And I never see her say the thing, same thing to Dawson. And whether or not, like, you're right that it's the sense that Dawson won't take it or blah, 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 blah. It's still fucked up and unfair. Sure. And I think that we've seen Dawson be fucked up to her and not an actual friend to her, but she still holds him in this elevated status of best friendship and she doesn't hold him accountable. I agree. Even now. Yeah. And it's so upsetting to watch. I agree. And like, it's part of the reason why Joey is so upsetting to me and like the, the way that the character is written. I agree. I mean, I, I agree with all of that. Definitely. And I think particularly now, like, after this experience where he was so awful to you mm-hmm. and like, you know, you're acknowledging that like that was really painful. And he doesn't and he's apologize n- to this day that yeah. he was had a girlfriend when he fucked you. Yeah. And that he doesn't acknowledge that it was painful for you and it was painful because of his actions. Totally. And then he's acting like you still need to do perform labor for him and he doesn't care that you hate him. He doesn't care. Actually, that delights him and he wants he He's going to write a whole fucking movie about it. He actually wants your opinion more yeah. now that you despise him. That was his words. That it's more now it has become more important what your opinion is because you despise him. It's so fucked. That's so fucked up. <laughs> My God. So Joey, thank Thank God, God, walks down the pier to be with Pacey. Oh, my God. And she's like, are you okay? And he's like, look, like, I know you want to be with him, so just do it. Like, go help him lick his wounds. And she's like, bitch, what? Like, things never change, do they, around here? I'm on his side, though. No, totally. But, like, Pacey says, no, these are the roles we were destined to play. Well, she says, if I would, if I would wanted to be there yeah i I would have already i would have gone a while ago yeah and she's like you know he's like these are the roles we were destined to play and she's like no these are the roles we chose to play Mm -hmm. and she's like look at us we're like sitting at this dock next to the house we've haunted for years and we're basically these ghosts of our former selves but we're still doing the same stupid ass shit and i was like ain't that the truth these characters are the ghosts of their former Mm -hmm. selves um, and she's like, no one remembers what they're mad about anymore. And Pacey's like, I'm pretty sure I remember. <laughs> that is the dumbest shit know, I've ever know, heard. Was she not there for I that know. fight? Yeah. Are you kidding me? I, know. I was like, shut up, bitch. Like, shut up. That is, I don't know. That yeah. doesn't make any sense. Why would she think that, too? I don't know. I feel like characters on this show just say things. Because <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, because the writers are like, that's the thing you should say. Oh, my <laughs> God. Like, no. 
And yeah, and Paisley's like, you know, I don't want you to be out here feeling sorry for me. Like, if you want to be with him, go. And she's like, I don't feel sorry for you, Paisley. I feel for you. Yeah. And she's like, I can't believe after all this time you don't know that. <laughs> because you're hella confusing. Yeah. And that's what he says. He says, yeah, we've had a confusing run of things, especially lately. And she's like, you know, no matter how much I love you or how long I stay with you, you only remember the moments when I leave. And he, and that, like, I... I get that sentiment. And he's also like, well, those are the most painful moments of my life. Yeah. Like it's hard because you're like, yeah, Joey. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's hard because. Also he left her a few times. Well, I know that's so weird (laughs) because also what does she remember from their relationship? And because we had touched an erasure, we don't know. Right. So what we're led to believe is she remembers that he left and didn't want to be with her. And like she, she's fine leaving at that. Yeah. And she's like, you know, you spend like your whole life, you've spent so much time expecting the worst and you don't notice when people are loving you. And she says, and Pacey, people spend a lot of time loving you. And honestly, it made me cry. That made me cry. Mm -hmm. I started crying. Um, And he says like, my best friend just left me. And the saddest part is like, he hasn't known me in years. And then Joey's like, well, I'm sitting right here. And I'm like, what is going on here? Like, here's the thing. I hate that Pacey thinks that Dawson's still his best friend. I, yeah. I mean, I I just hate it. And I hate that, like, I think the character of Pacey would have still had feelings and pain about that, but also have been like, look, that's gone. That's done. He feels like a person that does eventually, like, be like, whatever, that's over, at least for now. I mean, they were never best friends. Like, even yeah. in season two, Dawson forgets his birthday in the f- premiere yeah. episode. Yeah, Molly Ringwald. So, like, I just think that I, – I, I don't know. I actually do think that he okay. would feel like this is his best friend or or it's just more of that, like, childish thing of, like, you want him to be your best friend. Yeah. And I guess my the thing – the whole time they were, quote, unquote, best friends – Dawson never felt that way about Pacey. Dawson would outright say, Joey's my best friend. Right. I, and he always, Dawson pitted the two of them against each other, even when they were platonic. Sure. I guess my thing is like, I think my own experience, I guess, is like, there are people who are your best friends when you're younger. And like, at a certain point, you like, stop calling them that and are like, you know, that's my friend, but like, mm-hmm. not my best friend anymore. And, and like, something terrible doesn't even have to happen, you know, that that. Right. Sometimes changes. Um, and Pacey feels like the kind of person that would go with those changes, you know? Um, but like, also I get it with him and Joey. Like, I do think there's a part of like his relationship with Joey where they like, you know, he was very adamant about like, you can say yes or no to this. And like, I'm still going to be here. And mm-hmm. I, I do think like in a way, sh- this is her kind of like giving that back. Like, I'm also going to be here. Like, I do think that they have this thing of like, sometimes, sure, sometimes we're farther apart and sometimes we're closer, but like, we're both here, Mm -hmm. you know? Maybe our relationship isn't exactly what one or the other of us wants or or like at a place that one or the other of us is like super thrilled about right now, but like, we're both here. And so there's a part of me that's like, I do think this feels honest that like, it's the two of them. It Mm. it ends up with the two of them. It's hard because I, I just... I don't know what they're talking about. Right. It's unclear. Like, I just don't... Like, I know that Pacey's really upset, and he's kind of upset about his friendship with Dawson. Yeah. And Joey 
it doesn't feel like she's listening to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she's like, I'm right here. Like, you yeah. have people. I'm right here. And he's like, in what world do I have you? And she says, you know, just because I'm not in exactly the place you want me, like, doesn't mean you don't have me, like, here for you, you know? And, like, I understand that sentiment yeah. and I understand why she would feel that way. But it's a two-way street. He doesn't feel that way. Right. Totally. And at Pacey, I mean, to his credit, he admits at this point that it's not her fight. And she's like, yeah, it's not. And this fight has been, like, over for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then she does tell him it's up to him to make it right, which I agree with you. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what I mean. The whole thing is she's there to still be an agent of Dawson. Well, I mean, like, in the context of this actual fight, like, he did lose Dawson's money. And I think it's if that was the only thing they were fighting about. Yeah. Like, it's your job to, like, yeah, if we hadn't escalated to, like, you turned your back on me, you were, (laughs) you betrayed me, blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like this makes sense. Where if Dawson was like, oh my God, you lost my money. I fucking hate you. Yeah. Like, oh my God. I knew I shouldn't have trusted you. We were, you were right. We were building our friendship back again. And like, now we don't trust you because, like, you wouldn't listen to me. You betrayed me, blah, blah, any of those things, which would be totally valid to feel and to say. Yeah. And then Joey comes and is like, you know, oh, I see that you, yeah, you're yeah, saying you about him not being your him. best friend, but I'm here for you. I, I'm always here for you, even if I'm not in the right place. And like, that's why I'm here telling you right now, like yeah. you have it in you to make it right. But there's still this undertone of like, to be honest, Joey will always see Dawson's will always be Dawson one. Yeah. Pacey two. Yep. I agree. So even though they literally haven't talked, they talked three times in the past 12 months i agree i agree and you know he's like he basically she says like the thing about ghosts is they don't leave until they make peace with what they've left undone so like Mm -hmm. yeah because he says he doesn't know how to make it right yeah and she puts her arm around him and rests her head on her shoulder and like i do like it's supposed to be a parallel to the beginning of season one three yeah but I, like, I like her doing it. Right. You know, her being a friend. Like you know? maybe we can be friends. Yeah. yeah like, and you kind of wish she said that, like, you know, we used to, I used to, I couldn't believe at a point, there was one point when I couldn't believe that we'd be friends and look at us now. Like you're my best friend. Yeah. Because I wish that Joey would say that to him. She, she's like, I'm here for you, but I wish we could have got the growth of her being like, no, you're, you're my, my best, best friend. friend. Yeah. Instead of we're walking away from I'm walking away from this thinking that Joey's still thinks Dawson's her best friend and Pacey thinks Dawson's her best friend and Dawson's there being like, yeah, I guess Joey's my best friend because like uh, she loathes me more than anyone. And like, I care what she thinks about (laughs) my screen play. Yeah. (laughs) It's wild. That's (laughs) so wild. I just wish we had gotten more of this Pacey Joey dynamic, like them helping each other through things. Like even if it's imperfect, just them like, navigating a post relationship friendship. I would have loved it. Yeah. Because they, that's the whole point of the show of like her well, best friend's a guy. Isn't that weird? And you're like, it's not, but okay. Going with that. And it's difficult because you might want to fuck him. She fucked a Pacey for a long time and she still at times wants to fuck him, but she doesn't want whatever that relationship would be right now. Yeah. So like, that's the interesting thing that started this whole show. Yeah. So we go to Graham's and Jack, Jen finds Jack and he's like, you didn't tell me Mm -hmm. and I can't fight with you about it. And he's like, you look, you and Graham's are basically like all the family I've got. Mm -hmm. And I was like, 
where the fuck is Andy? I know. Andy Erasure. I know. And she, and you know they kind of declare that they've they're family and they have been since Jack took her in when Graham's kicked her out yeah. at the end of season two. And like I do like this them being like no we're like a family like I know. this is us. And, and like you just wish that that could have been what we got with Dawson and Joey, of like. You know what? At the end of the day, like you've known me for so long, like you're such a part of my life, like you're practically like family, but like more in like a cousin way. Yeah. I see you at like weddings and funerals. Yeah. Oh God, your mouth to God's ears. Mm-hmm. So Grams comes in and is like, <laughs> "If you bitches make me cry, I will fucking kill I'll you. Fuck you up." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And she sits in between them on the couch. It's so cute. And Jack's like, look, I'll come visit as much as I can. And Graham's like, no, no you're fucking coming with us. Yeah. And Jack's like, I can't mooch off you two forever. That doesn't make any sense. And he's like, I got things going on in Boston. And Jen's like, what things do you what? have going on? <laughs> what you, what's keeping you here? Boston Bay fucking sucks. And he's like, I know. I told you Boston Bay sucks. I told you we should have gone to... Uh, New York. New York. New York. Yeah. And Jen's like, come on. Boston doesn't appreciate your absolutely fabulous gayness. And I was like, I refuse to believe that. Like, there's <laughs> not gay people in Boston that would love Jack. I mean, I guess the idea is he's ran through all of them. <laughs> I mean, good on you, Jack, if yeah. that's true. Jack's like, all right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so, so you know, they're going to go to New York. Okay. Whatever. So then we go to Hell's Kitchen for... The most crushing scene of this episode. Because <laughs> Jack Osborne and Audrey are sitting at a table. It's just so sad. This is her only friend. I'm sorry. I just, I need to get it's over crushing. it. But it, it's like. It's terrible. I just can't tell. Like, a def- I mean, I was going to say, I can't tell what's worse. Harley being Joey's best friend no, or Harley Jack Osborne. But, and Harley <laughs> is definitely hands down worse. But this is like worse. This is bad in that same yeah, way. Yeah, in that same way. Because uh, like they ch- kind of are chit chatting and then Jack's like, all right, I'm going to go. And like gets up and uh, introduces Audrey, who gets up with an acoustic guitar and thanks everyone. And then start singing. And like, listen, I the whole like Busy Phillips started singing. And I was like, God, what would season five have been like if Audrey was singing and not Joey? I know. Oh, so much more bearable. Or at least if we could have gotten like a singing, singing duo between the two of them. Oh my god. That would have totally. been so funny. So she it's sings just the, the cover. Saddest storyline that this is the this is her storyline. Yeah. I will say she sings a cover of Way Beyond Empty, which is a Zach Wilde song. And Zach Wilde is the guitarist for Ozzy Osbourne. So, um, yeah, she sings to none of her friends. Yeah. But she sings over the montage at the end of this episode. Yeah. And it's a weird like, choice. Yeah. We see like Jack, Jen and Helen and Grams in the kitchen. And then we see Pacey standing at the end of the dock and he turns and walks back like to his car. As we see Dawson at his, like in the silhouette of his window, like staring at Pacey. Angry eyes, angry and bummed. And no one called him out. No. No one said, hey Hey, man, don't make this about stupid shit in the past. Like, you know, you're right to be mad about the money, but like either get over it with Pacey, move forward, or don't be friends with him. Yeah. Like the, the whole, like how many times do we have to hear Joey saying, I'm, I'm moving forward. <laughs> like Dawson is literally doing the same thing that he did in season two. The I know. exact same thing. Yeah. 
And we go to the Potter B&B. Joey is sitting outside in an Andor- Adirondack chair, looking at the creek and crying. Why? I don't know. Like, the the, the <laughs> script is, like, blowing in the wind. And I'm like, okay, okay. Is she and crying then, about the script? And I don't, the, she's already read it. And you see her, and then you're, I'm like, is she crying? Is she crying? What? She's crying? Is that a, that is a tear. What? Oh, yeah. She's, like, legit crying. There's a tear rolling down her face. What's happening? Yeah. Why? Is that wind? Is it pollen? I don't know. Is it cat hair right there? <laughs> I just, the fact that this is the penultimate episode, like, I just want better for every single one of them. I know. I I just couldn't help but wish, like, even if Audrey had been there to talk sense into Dawson. To talk sense into Dawson or to, like, m- remove Joey from the situation or to, I mean, like... If Joey had been there to watch Audrey play or, yeah. or, you know, God, like anything. Like someone needs to talk sense into Dawson. I'm sorry. I agree. Like, Why, or like even if Gail was like, I heard that and. Yeah. It's just fucked up that he didn't apologize to Joey for being so horrific to her. Horrific. In the beginning of season six. And then like the like, again, it's fine if he, it's the way I felt in season three. Yeah, you should you be mad about should this. Should be mad about this. You're totally right, but the level to which he takes it is really hard to, to swallow. swallow. Yeah, and because it's Dawson, and we've seen him take it to these deep, selfish levels, and we see in this episode him not apologizing for his own actions, I, and like, yes, Pacey Do- lost his money. That is fucked up, but it's hard. To care. It's like it's hard to be you. on his side. I can't yeah. be on his side. I'm with you until you break out this like fucking vitriol, and then I'm against you, even though I do think you have every right to be mad. Yeah. But it's like, oh my god, dude. Yeah. Go to an anger management class, my lord. And stop bringing Joey into this. Yeah. I mean that too. That's so fucked up, you know? Yeah. So that's really hard for me to swallow. Yeah. I mean, at least this episode had a couple of good scenes. Right. I mean, at least every one of our characters is in it. That too. (laughs) You know, and we get some friend moments. So that's all I care about. Yeah. But I don't know. It's sad that this is where we're ending it. I agree. Woof. and I, I don't just know why, don't, like, don't you want to wrap up, like, Pacey and Dawson being friends? So here's my thing. Here, uh, And I don't know if writing has changed much since then. It feels to me like it has. Like, people, like, television shows now are, like, we actually have to, like, give people some stuff that they want at the end of this television show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, although, uh, you know, I'm sure you could... I find a million that didn't give people what they want. But there's this part of me that's like, you have this show that's been on for six years and has been this cultural touchstone for a generation of kids. Mm -hmm. And like, you're going to end it by like exploding these people. Like you're not going to like wrap anything up seemingly like, like I don't understand where you go from. If you think the next episode is the last episode. Right what the fuck are you rapping? Like, what are you doing? And I get it. You're ending a show in a sophomore year in college. Like that's not, 
Like, there's not a good wrap-up. There's yeah. not, like, a good bow to put on that. But they're like, oh, yeah, Jack and Jen are going to go off and have their own family over here. And Joey's going to admit she was never friends with Jen. Right. And then Dawson's going to say he hates Pacey. And Pacey's going to be like, I have no friends. And it's like, well, what was the point of this whole show then? Yeah, that's where I'm at. That's where I'm at. What was the point of this whole show? Like, Thank God the point of the whole show wasn't sometimes conversations are hard and you need to have them anyway. (laughs) I mean, like, I'll give you that. I mean, I think the point is that, but they never have the actual (laughs) conversation, which is why, like, you know, there's a problem here. I mean, like, we've always said the thesis of the show is can your childhood friendship survive its sexual awakening? And at this point, the answer is no. Yeah. And that's, I guess, fine. But they're acting. But you're not like, giving me a satisfying. But they're acting to it. like the answer. That's not what they're saying. Right. <laughs> right. And you're not giving me. If that would be fine, if that's your conclusion. If you're, if you I go agree. to the end of the show and be like, but I'm this literally is your walking away thinking that Dawson and Joey are going to end up together. That's how they played it. This episode. I know. I know. I know. But just like that. That. That just hit me with such existential ennui that I had to put my head in my hands for a second. (laughs) Anyway. So who are you rooting for? Pacey. Audrey. Oh, God, I I hope you do well. I mean, Jen, Jack, Grams. Jen and Jack and Grams, for sure. Like, I'm rooting for Joey to get away from this. Yes. And the thing is, like, it's hard because the whole thing is, like, after season three, she does just have to decide. Who who is she going to decide? Right. And like they obviously both can't be in her life, unfortunately. I mean, look at this. And that's like, that sucks. But But. life is messy and it sucks. You know what I mean? (laughs) I do. Like, I'm sorry for her that that's the position she's in. That sucks. But at the same time, it's hard to have her be like, no, I want it. I want you both in my life. I want us all to be friends when that's like never going to happen. And then she's mad. Like, don't put me in the middle of this. And it's like, you know, like. I don't know, but you are. And, and like, that sucks. Like it, But that's just life. Yeah. I don't know. Just because something sucks doesn't mean that, like... You're not in the middle of it. That's not the way it is, <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know? Like, it's like, well, it sucked to have Donald Trump as president, but that was the truth. Yeah, but we all had to fucking get through it. Yeah. So, like, that was the world we were living in. Yeah. Like, so I don't know. It's really hard. Like, that's one part that, like, I really get frustrated with about Joey, you know? I agree. Yeah, I agree. And I think... And it's... I mean, again, it's the same problem that this show has over and over again which is like if you actually told a story about that Mm -hmm. about the fact that that sucks and sometimes it's the truth right then i would be here for it i know but you're not you're just like pretending that that's not happening i know and oscillating (sighs) back and forth with like who's the greatest love of her life and who's her best friend you know it's just it's Mm. really hard to swallow it is for our listener corner this is from joanna My love of Jack often resulted in deep resentment that his character was passed over for screen time for often really awful storylines. I always felt like there was so much more to explore with him. And don't even get me started on what they did to Andy. Week after week, I found myself growing frustrated with a show that I love too deeply to hate. Mm -hmm. During the pandemic, I felt the need to return to something familiar nostalgic and return to the show again. 
I found that years on from the show ending, I was still filled with that same feelings I remember so well from my teenage years. I think I was also able to look at the show with a more critical eye and delve a little deeper into the things I've always felt uncomfortable with, many of which you have covered so well on the podcast. Um, I always loved the storylines involving Jack as a brother and a friend, but when it came down to his romantic life, things were never that great. I remember liking Ethan, but I first when I first watched the show, now when I watch it, the storyline makes me feel uncomfortable. Mm. I really wish they could have given Jack a positive first experience, even if it ended the same. Then there was Toby. I remember never liking him and rewatching I it didn't I didn't change my mind. Yeah. I was so unnecessary. He was so unnecessarily mean to Jack, not just once. His sudden switch to being nice just wasn't enough for me. I felt very conflicted. Jack was finally given a, quote, boyfriend experience, but they couldn't really feel happy about it. Maybe because so much of it happened off screen and we didn't really know for sure how far that relationship went, though I think we're supposed to imply that they had a sexual relationship over the summer. I just wish we had seen some of that. But no, that aspect of Jack's life was hidden. Mm. I remember thinking that Jack was to blame for their breakup in season five. But during this rewatch, I've changed my mind. I was glad to see Toby gone. The Eric situation was a complete mess. I disliked that storyline. And once again, Jack seemed to overlook how awful he was, seemingly out of obligation to his switch to, quote, kindness, much like Toby. Mm. Then David. I know you've said that David was unmemorable for you, but I actually liked him. When season six started, Jack and David started hanging out. I was actually really excited. I thought maybe for the final season of the show was going to be a bit bolder and give Jack the same experience as everyone else. Mm. Um, Especially after Jack did that awful voiceover episode in season one. But no, we got a relatively nice amount of David time considering Jack gets limited time on screen until it's established that they are together then there is a mostly jack void until they're back on screen to break up this one is really frustrating moment in clean and sober where they greet each other with a bro hug i felt that the show was so close to something that they couldn't something good that they couldn't take a full leap i personally found jack and david's breakup pretty interesting particularly david's reasoning for ending things i feel like it gave more insight to jack than we had actually seen on screen Mm. once again making jack's absence during many episodes leading to it really frustrating yes but if we've been able to delve into this aspect of jack it would have been fascinating david tells jack what he wants everyone to what everyone else does to feel important to someone. He questions whether Jack is looking for the same thing. He accuses him of going through the motions of relationship because that's what he feels is supposed to do. This is something Jack later loosely confirms to Jen saying he doesn't want to be 35 years old and still at the bar scene looking for someone. I found this really interesting Offensive. <laughs> because in their final scene together, it seems that Jack doesn't want a relationship with David to end, but doesn't dispute the fact that David's heart is the only one to potentially break. To me, it felt like the writers had suddenly figured out that was going to happen to wrap up the season and tried to cram it all into a couple of short scenes. Yeah. Um, 
I felt in season five, Jack is was testing the strength of his relationships, even subconsciously. The cracks that formed in his relationship with Jen were so painful to watch, but as an adult, I found really compelling. Yeah. I find it interesting that there is such a big disconnect between the two of them during the Dawson Jen days. And I wonder if maybe it came from feeling less secure in his position in Jen's life, mm. mixed with Jen's fear he was changing. This is a period of time where I think Pacey really stepped up to fill the gap of Jack. Mm. Um, to me, Jack and Jen were by far the most interesting characters on the show. I think Jen's trauma was explored arguably not well or correctly, but still acknowledged. And yeah. in season five, she makes reference to the topic of her parents be making her, quote, messy. But instead of giving Jack a similar thing, he was morphed into a clown, possibly due to Christmas greatness in that role and food-based acting. Only occasionally was Jack given permission to crack under pressure. Mm -hmm. Being a queer kid from a very straight-laced family, losing a sibling, being moved into a new town in high school, dealing with his mother's mental illness, and then watching his sisters decline while working to support his family in the absence of his father and being outed by a teacher. How could there not be trauma? Mm -hmm. I wish I had a specific question for you, but I guess I'd love to hear your opinion. Do you think the writers only saw him as the, quote, queer character and felt unsure what to do? with him or maybe it was a network thing or maybe more sadly he just fell victim to not having a role in the Dawson and Joey saga in which case why keep Jack and not Andy yeah that's good um I mean personally I think it's kind of vacillates like I think sometimes they see Jack as only the queer kid mm -hmm. and so he doesn't get as good of storylines. And I think like, I mean, listen, I do read and, and watch a lot of queer media and read a lot about queer media representation and stuff like that. And this is something that like, I think it's easy to forget like this. There wasn't a lot, there weren't gay people on mm -hmm. television. There was like five, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and so it's like, Yes, I think probably some of this had to do with the network. Mm -hmm. um, I think particularly when it comes around his romantic storylines, like, yeah. yes, sure. We have to give Dawson's Creek credit that they let him kiss other boys. Um, and that was hugely groundbreaking at the time. Yeah. I mean, it seems fucking nuts to say it here in 2022, but mm -hmm. that was hugely groundbreaking at the time. Um, but yeah, a relationship. I mean, I feel like only recently in the past, like six or seven years, have we really gotten shows that depict queer relationships in like nuanced, interesting ways that mm -hmm. are on any network. Like, I mean, on HBO, maybe you used to get that, but like on anything that's like even basic cable, mm -hmm. <laughs> like that's a pretty recent development. Yeah. Um, and, and I would argue that like, you know, there are some queer characters right now on network television. I mean, Shonda Rhimes has, gets a lot of credit in bringing a lot of queer characters onto network television, mm -hmm. um, in a way that's like interesting and, um, and I think like really groundbreaking, um, but like it's recent, it's very recent that that happened. And so, yeah, I think it's partially network. And I also think like I, the thing that I like about season five is his storyline, like his sexuality is a part of it, but it's not, it's not the storyline. Yeah. And so like that, I wish that they had done more of that stuff Yeah. because like, I think that I agree. I think Kersmith is a great actor. I think he's so much fun to watch. 
I mean, I think he does the drama and the comedy both mm-hmm. really well. And like for me, He's I was the only good part of the hundredth episode. Totally, totally. And for me, I like would have loved to have seen more more of that and see more of him like not just having David and not just having his storyline revolve around David. And so like, you know, and I think when the network was like, okay, we can have them date, but then we're not going to show them. Yeah, it feels weird to me. Like if you can't show an actual relationship, then give him a different story. Exactly. You know, like have him have a different story that we could tell about, you know, about him. I don't know. It's so interesting to me that, it had to be so romance-based. And I know it's like a teen show, but yeah. on the other hand, you're kind of like, well, it's college. There's so many stories to tell. I agree. It's so interesting because I was thinking about, like, why do teen shows have such a hard time going to college? Because in my mind, I mean, it's the fucking same. Yeah. It's like, you can tell the same stories. People don't fit in. They don't feel like they fit in. You can tell the same kinds of stories that you would in high school. It's just that, like, now there's less parental supervision and you can actually fuck up worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'm just like... Oh. I mean, I I feel like one of the biggest things is that, like, they have to change the location. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, being back in Cape Side, like, you felt, like, in this episode, it felt so tense and there was so yeah. much history everywhere and it was, like, very stressful to be yeah. on that back yeah. porch, you know? And That it, feels very real to my experience yeah. of going back to my hometown. Yeah, and I think that that's real for sure. But, like, the, the newness of Boston is one of the things that, like, really made it hard to, like, tell sure. for this storytelling. Um, but back to yeah. – sorry, back to the email. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I was off track. I just think I do think that the writers are like, well, we got a gay character, but it it also felt at least in five and six that they didn't know what to do with any of the characters. Absolutely. Like they didn't know what to do with Joey. Yep. They didn't know what to do with Pacey right. or the end of that relationship. They didn't know how to handle that. Yep. They didn't know what they wanted to do with the Pacey or the Dawson and Joey relationship. Which, or Audrey like, and Pacey. And then they bring Audrey and they kind of didn't even know what they wanted to do with her. Right. Like, it seems like they thought they were going to make Joey have a friend finally, a girlfriend, but then they didn't really tell that story. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think five and six are sort of like, we have to put a pin in them in a little bit of, in a little ways, you know, like in a lot of ways. But like, I think like, you know, season three with Ethan, it's like, there's this part of me like, Ethan sucks, but like, I do like that storyline. And I think mm-hmm. Per Smith is great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, the story that they tell is so important and so interesting. Yeah, when Ethan's like, kiss me and Jack can't do it, you're like, oh my God, my I heart. feel that so much. Jack on the floor of the kitchen oh, crying yeah. about like, I don't, like, I didn't ask to be gay. Yeah, yeah. And like, I had to agonize over this kiss a right. fucking kiss right and like i just like oh it crushes me and kirsten is great in that scene and i think in season four like i'm here for the jack and jen of season four the sort of like slapstick duo that we get of them mm-hmm. like i mean god thank god someone's giving us comic relief in season yeah. four but, but toby comes out of nowhere and, and I, he does suck and he sucks so bad you're like he's such an asshole and then all of a sudden we're supposed to buy that they're and then in a he like has a hate crime committed against him and i'm like okay I mean, he doesn't deserve that. I know. And that's what caused him to have a turn towards Jack. Or it was like the same kind of like, I'm only mean to you because I like you. And you're like, okay, get the fuck out of here. 
I, that was, and I really feel like it comes out of nowhere that they even date. Well, and the thing is, is that like, and I, I agree with you that it's frustrating. The thing is, is that you're not telling the story of like Jack having these experiences and growing and learning from them, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's what relationships are, particularly at that age. Like, you know, that Jack doesn't have the experience with Toby and is like, you know, okay, like, this, I have a boundary about people just showing up out of fucking nowhere or like, okay, like, you know, I was really into this, 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 these things in my relationship with Toby. Here's what I really loved about it. We don't ever get to see any of it. No. So like, it's hard because it's like, those are the growth moments that we should be able to see. I feel like we don't even see him falling for Toby. Right. It's like all of a sudden at prom, he's like, actually, I kind of like you. Yeah. What? I didn't want to be here with you. Jen arranged this and I was mad at her about it at the beginning of the episode. But now I I want to be with you. But like, I actually, I was mad at her because I like you and want to be with you. And I didn't say that before. What? Oh my God. Does it make any sense? It's really the worst. It's so dumb. So dumb. No, I agree. And I think, I mean, I think part of it is homophobia. I think I I would blame the network um, Mm -hmm. more than anything um, for that problem. I also, it feels to me like in seasons five and six, we don't have queer people in the writer's room. We don't know that for a fact, but it that's how it feels mm-hmm. to me. Um, and so that's probably a problem too. Um, and it's just one of those things where it's like, you know, I mean, to this point, I would, I would argue the best queer character on television had been Ricky on My So-Called Life, but you only had 19 episodes with Ricky. And he's only out at the end. He's at not the end. out the whole time, you know? And they did great storylines with him, but like, yeah, there wasn't romance and there wasn't, you know, uh, we didn't, I mean, the thing about my so-called life is it's, it, it wasn't on long enough to make a lot of mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Dawson's Creek was. And so, you know, we deal with those. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, you know, part of what, obviously what we talk about. But like, I think that like, I think it's partially the times and I think it's partially, you know, I'm sure at this point, I know the Christian right was up this show's ass when they had the kiss. Right. You know, or even from the beginning. Yeah. From the beginning, but yeah. particularly with the, the gay kiss in season three. And, you know, they had a lot of clout back then to change um, media. Mm-hmm. Now they just changed the Supreme court. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, so it, it definitely is hard, and and I agree that it's just like, well, without the Dawson and Joey connection, like his story became smaller and smaller, and same yeah. with Jen, um, to the point, and Audrey even in this season. Yeah, and so it's like at this point, we never see him or Jen or Audrey right. in season six, and they don't even really have storylines that are like flushed out. So it, it is such a missed opportunity. For everyone, because the totally. show just became so obsessed with a story that was already done and like just wasn't they couldn't wasn't even compelling. It wasn't, wasn't compelling. compelling. They couldn't do it well. And even in this episode, I'm like, you don't even talk about why you're not friends anymore. And you're acting like you you are friends or something. I don't know what's going on here. Right. And I don't get a breakaway of Jack and Jen like what the fuck, man? You didn't tell me about Grams. Like, yeah. like we get a little bit of that, but not that much. Yeah. You know, yeah. N- not as much as I would have loved. Totally. You know, um, 
so yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I, I you know, and I think I think Jack and Jen's friendship is the the heart and soul of this show. Yeah. Um, no, it, it is actually is the the storyline that they wanted soulmates. to tell. Yeah. yeah, of soulmates and of your childhood friendship surviving your sexual awakening. They yeah. go in like they go in and out of their friendship being difficult. That doesn't count, Erin, because one of them's gay. <laughs> you know they almost fucked one so it's like whatever i don't know it's just like i did that voice no 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 i know but it's just one of those things where you're like like they are actually i agree story that this show is they're the moment they are the moment and it's so it's very hard when they're barely in it agreed and then when they are you're so desperate for it yeah so it's it's such a bummer and it yeah, it's such a shame that we have to just fucking deal with this. Deal with it. Like, I don't know, this episode, like, like I said, I do think it's one of the better episodes of season six because there's not that many good episodes. In this yeah, because there's like, yeah, there's like three good episodes. Yeah. Um, but it made me so mad. Agreed. And I just think that like having to regurgitate the same, like, Dawson and Joey are just so special. Dawson can be fucked up and never have to apologize. And like, we just need to go over there and be there. And he's allowed to just be mad and lash out at Pacey. And Joey can like kind of low key gaslight Pacey about the Dawson of it all. Yeah. And like, but it's all good. It's all good. It's all cool. You get it. I mean, this show really took the the line from love story. Love means never having to say you're sorry to like a real, like a real too far. I know. Way too far. I totally agree with you. It's so frustrating. Yeah. It's so hard. So, yeah, and we have one more episode of season 6. <laughs> one more episode. So, like we mentioned before, um we're going to do next week's episode, then we're going to do a couple of recap yeah. episodes. We're going to try to do some interviews. Yeah. Um a couple of different ones we need um I know we've said this, but I'm just going to reiterate it that we need space yeah, between yeah. the end of season six Seriously. and the end of the series. Yeah. So, and, and the way we're sort of compartmentalizing that is saying that like next week's episode is the end of season six. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then the two parter is that, that aired as the se- the series finale is the end of the series yeah. and it really wraps up the series. And so we want to do those two episodes justice. We know how good they are. We yeah. know that it is a stellar. And we're going to do it as one episode. Ending. Right? We're going to see how long, <laughs> I think we're going to record it as one episode and yeah. we'll see how long that recording right. is. Um, I have this fear that if we do it all as one, it's going to be like four and a half hours right. long. <laughs> yeah, just yeah. Like, so we'll see. We'll see. I don't know how that's going to go. And then I, I would assume that we might do a series wrap up after probably, that. Probably. But like, probably. Um, but so. so we're uh, just going to do a summer break too, where we're just like. We'll still put out episodes, but we're not working as hard to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, we just need, we just want to come at that episode with like fresh eyes and not need with to the, watch more good episodes over on Patreon. Yeah, and some good movies. Yeah. So yeah. We, we just want to make sure we're not um, clouded by really this dregs of season six. And, and it has been quite the slog. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I don't. It's near impossible to get I through these episodes. I don't think that Castaways was enough. <laughs> yeah. To get me through, and it's a phenomenal episode. That's not I mean, what I'm one saying. of the best episodes of the series. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. But like, it is that. It's like the, the clean and sober Castaways one-two punches is, is such an oasis in the desert. 
yeah. of this ep- of this season. It's and the yet, oasis. and yeah. yet, it's two handfuls of water. I know when you really need a gallon. I know. I totally agree yeah. with you. It's so difficult. So yeah, we definitely need to like get our toes in some season three over on patreon and yeah. maybe some drunk joey um, we're gonna watch country strong oh yeah yeah you know we're gonna do some fun things on patreon and we're gonna bring you guys interviews on this feed and yeah. and recaps and just some fun stuff um and uh and then we will dive in and do the finale right. um and hopefully do it justice um so, you know, uh, get us your questions uh, for this the season wrap-up. Um, you can get us your questions for the series wrap-up if you want to, too. Um, but season wrap-up is coming soon. So get us your questions. And... Yeah. Yeah. So that's what the plan is for yeah. the next couple of months, for sure. Yeah. Um, cool. Thank you, everyone, for being here. We hope you're staying safe, staying safe, you know, wearing your mask again, mm. washing your hands. Yep. All the same old, same old, yep. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. and fortunately, uh, you know, it's a wild time to be alive, but we're, we're living, uh, L-I-V-I-N. black lives matter, mm. defund the police, Oops, yeah. God, stop Asian hate, mm. honor our treaties. Mm-hmm. Water is life. Mm. Um, we stand with all movements to protect the rights of the working class. Police unions are not true unions. They work against the working class. Abortion is pro-life, Medicare for all, uh, cancel student debt, um, trans rights are human rights, love is love. Um, you got any more? Um, you don't need a, an assault rifle. Oh, yeah. Universal background checks. <laughs> God, it's so dark, but I guess you can just like build one out of like a pipe and tape. Oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking wild. There's some wild so shit going on in this world, y'all. Absolutely wild. I know. It's like Boris Johnson's gone. Sri Lanka is wild. wild. Uh, it's, it's it's truly wild. It's a wild time to be alive. Um, <laughs> but you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Dawson's Critique. Mm-hmm. You can email us and get your questions in Critique at gmail.com. We want to shout our boy Kilia for making our theme song. You can find him on Instagram at go freaking crazy. You can follow my Finsta at Aaron.hensley. For Capitalism Corner, we have merch, bit.ly slash Dawson's Critique. Um, we have a Patreon. We're going to be doing like new episodes over there in mm-hmm. the interim. Patreon.com slash Dawson's Critique. And as always, you can order a book, I Remember Everything, Life Lessons from Dawson's Creek, available wherever you get your books. This week, we'll shout out the bookseller in Lincoln Park in Chicago. Um, it's a great little bookstore, and you should go there if you're yeah. in Chicago, the Chicago area. If not, you can order our book on their website um or uh order other books from them they're great um please like a subscribe write a review wherever it is you get your podcast thank you so much to those of you who have really appreciate that uh, it helps us immensely when you do that um you can find me on twitter and instagram at pesty 1079 uh as always we'd like to thank you for being here with us um we have one more episode of season six um which is kind of wild to think uh and um we've enjoyed being here with you all this time and we can't wait to get the rest of this podcast out to you. So take care of yourselves this week. Have a good one. And we'll see you next time. I don't want to wait for our lives to be over.